0: On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show... Nick returns from his firing to help Matt guide you through a litany of new Star Wars topics worth knowing about. These include... 11 fun facts from Luke's appearance in The Mandalorian... Vader art leaks from the Kenobi series... Deleted scenes from Mando S2... Robert Rodriguez's Book of Boba Fett hype... A curious Mandalorian game gameplay video two new Lego Star Wars game updates, and a few new collectibles to think about. If you're not asleep after all that, you can catch the fan segment, which will feature the return of the question of the week responses, and the latest round of awesome in the top five Star Wars fan artist features of the week. Punch a chewy. (laughs) Hey, now, everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to the Star Wars Time Show. And look who decided to join us today. You know, he was tired of waiting in the unemployment line. (laughs) And I decided to let him come back and and join the show. So, Nick is back. He's back from his little trip where he was, uh, you know, becoming one with Mother Nature in more ways than one. Uh, So, welcome back to the show, young Nick. How's it going?
1: Uh, It's going all right. Uh, for those of you who know where I'm from, uh, Louisiana has just been hit by a really big hurricane. My family's in the midst of all that, so stressful times. I know that Greg reached out to me on, on Facebook asking how everything was. So the long and short of it is they don't have power. They're not going to have power for three weeks. They don't have any clean water. There's some light damage to the house, but luckily nothing catastrophic and they're basically uh relying on gas generators to keep everything up and running in the household, so hopefully they're able to get gas to keep that going but yeah i mean that's that's the 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 main thing that's on my mind right now that uh you know everything going down in Louisiana, hoping that everybody's safe that's over there and uh you know having having lived through one of similar catastrophic results i I definitely understand how the people in that area are feeling right now are, are going through so it's a, it's a it's a weird time i mean that being said my my trip to Denver was really fun uh got to uh visit the Rocky Mountains did a hike in there got to just see the city of Denver. Uh, did a lot of legal drugs in the state of, uh, of Colorado. So the,
0: the best kind uh, of drugs.
1: Yeah. It was, you know, when you can go right to the corner <clears throat> store and say like, Hey, uh, I'd like, uh, would like a pack of, uh, sativa gummies and why don't you go get me some, uh, some, some pre-rolled joints too. And they're like, all right, here you go. Pack it up in a nice little bag. can you buy it like right in a
0: gas station at this point in time in colorado do you still have to go to a dispensary
1: i think it's still dispensary so we had one we stayed in an airbnb and there was one within like walking distance of our airbnb so that was that was super uh super convenient i think we went twice just to like we went one time before all of our friends were there and then we went again once everybody was there just to have them go and it was really cool we actually we went to two different ones one of them was kind of like eh. it was like a like a shitty liquor store kind of you <laughs> walk in you give them your id i mean the the way that it works for all of them is you walk in you give them your id they buzz you into the back so the first one we went to was like seedy it was just kind of it looked like a like a uh, so th- it's still
0: like- a fucking shady process even though colorado has kind of been leading the charge mm-hmm. on
1: Yeah, Uh,
0: decriminalization and not making you feel like a scumbag because you want to eat something that came from (laughs) Mother Earth when we can go buy poison that man has infused with ingredients from Mother Earth, but that's okay. Like, literally, I mean, think about it, people. Alcohol is not real. You cannot go plant a beer tree, you can't plant a, a vodka tree. I mean, I guess you could dig up some potatoes and let them yeah. rot and, like, <laughs> if you're in, in Russia, but it, it, alcohol is not something that organically grows in the earth. You actually have to have science take place to create it, and it is a fucking poison. It's poison for those of you that don't understand big words. That can kill you. Cigarettes are literally, you're better off yeah. sticking Death your car sticks. tailpipe in your mouth. But all that shit, you know, fucking little kids can go by. But still, even where it's been legal for years, you know, Nick's being made to feel like a a criminal, getting buzzed in. There's probably armed guards there, right? (laughs) There were. There were armed
1: armed, uh, security officers. They also, since they are not allowed to do business with banks, you can't use a credit card. So you can use a debit card, but you have to like they they have to like apply different charges to it so i think it's like a three dollar fee to use your your debit card uh in order to buy stuff from there but uh i mean overall the second dispensary we went to was super nice i mean it was like walking into an apple genius bar
0: oh like, yeah the, that yes. that's what i'm expecting in, in colorado yeah. you know stuff yeah. like 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 toys r us but for drug addicts
1: yeah that's how the second one was the first one was like a it was like one of those weird head shops you walk into and it's like, there's like fucking like, like black light posters on the wall and like people, just, it, it just seemed weird. And it was like the guy there was just like super unhelpful, but the second one was awesome. I mean, we, it was, it was like they, the the people over there were like excited to talk to you about all of right. their products and Yeah, sometimes
0: I've heard like the the weed baristas almost are too too in the know, too helpful (laughs) when it comes to going to one of these legal places, right? Because, you know, I mean, they're probably the... The, the hardcore 420 friendly types, which I, I, you know, I love these type of people, you know, they're yeah. like, yeah, peace and love, peace and love, that type of stuff.
1: They asked oh, us, but, the but sometimes was-
0: it's like, yo, yeah, I just want some fucking drugs, man. I don't care what the name is or what it's going to do yeah. or, or what you <laughs> did with it. Just come on.
1: Yeah. They, they, they basically, so for the second one, they asked us, they were like, so what is your like level of experience with, with marijuana and they said they basically are like oh, okay you guys know what you're talking about you can go like this person over here will help you and then you guys are new okay this person over here will help you right and so you way- know the
0: lingo like you, you get put in the lingo yeah. line right you just like yeah i want some of that uh, indica i want to splash a hybrid maybe sativa but not too heavy you know i want some cbds in there too
1: yeah exactly so it was it was a cool experience and uh, I mean, I would I would definitely go to Denver again. I mean, Denver, well, first off, if you've never been there, it's just like a, a, a very cool city, a lot to do. Uh, in summertime, the weather is beautiful. It's like 75 to 85 degrees every day. Um, and then, you know, there's just a lot to do in the city itself, a lot to see. Uh, we went to a Colorado Rockies game, which I don't give a shit about baseball, but it was like the, the tickets were $9. So it's like, whatever. I'll go Something sit there to do. for a little bit. I mean, yeah. when
0: we went to celebration, remember, we, we went to a, a freezing we to cold Cubs, Cubs, game. Cubs game like a bunch yeah, of assholes. Where, and I think where my it was kid was. snowing. Hell, my kid would have just turned three years old, and I'm taking her yeah. to a Cubs game in f- freezing rain snow. Yeah. With a bunch of other <laughs> so, Star Wars fan jerk offs. So go, yeah, go, dad.
1: So, I would uh I would definitely recommend it for for those of you who are fans of the outdoors. I think Denver's a fun place to go. Go to the rocks, go to Red Rocks and stuff like that. Also, if you like smoking weed, obviously go there because it's all legal. You can just walk right into the weed shop, pick up your weed, and then leave.
0: They get the uh, fungus but, in there yet? I know at one point in time they had that on the bill, but I think it got rejected. Is it is it there? I and mean, could you get I, shrooms I, in stores?
1: No, not from yeah. the ones that I went to. There was none. Yeah, there was none there. But I don't know if there's like other shops that are that are right. out that are out there. Hey, hey,
0: Kingdom of Weird. There, there's too many stories like that now, man. I mean, it's like, what else can we say about the the anti-vaxxers at this point in time? I, I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that a lot of these bozos are now ending up dying in hospitals and willing to take upwards of five experimental treatments livestock dewormer that's something we do over here in the states now for covid Uh, that all that shit's okay but a vaccine that is proven to be effective and is now fully authorized that's still that's taboo that's the government trying to chip you i just i give up Uh, i don't have a lot of my a lot of the uh piss and vinegar in me today Uh, we had a little bit of a Couples fight before we went live on the air, so I'm trying to regain some of my fire for the show. <laughs> but Nick came in and was like, "Listen, motherfucker, uh, we talk too much. We need to stop talking so much." And he's not wrong, but you know, it it got into a little bit of a a pissing match uh, to the point coming on the show. I was like, "Yeah, fuck it. I don't even feel like doing it right now." But hey, we'll we'll get there. I'll get over it. I'm I'm kind of a I'm a sensitive person. You guys know this. I'm a fucking <laughs> freak. So. Um, We'll get there. Yeah. Natural selection. I I mean, dude, there's so much I want to say on the COVID stuff. I'm just going to refrain. I know it's probably part of the reason why we've we've lost such a following, which is fine. We don't need those types around here anyways. Uh, But I mean, there's nothing else to say. You anti-vaxxers have no ammunition left. You're you're just a bunch of fucking retards there. I'll stop it. I'll stop. I can tell. One of these days I'm going to get in trouble. So (laughs) we're talking Star Wars. That's it. No fucking COVID nonsense. None of this bullshit. All right. Hey, now. That's right, Joe. Hey, fucking now, pal. Welcome to the Star Wars Time Show. Hopefully the new and improved, more efficient Star Wars Time Show. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so let's, let's, I guess, get right into it. I don't even know if I have anything that I need to discuss besides wasting time watching shows. Free guy is a good movie reminiscence yep. is a good movie uh, free one. free guy actually has some, some star wars stuff star in wars it. stuff in it and the the one moment I, I i don't think this is a spoiler but there's there's a lightsaber easter egg yeah and nick <laughs> i went with charlie it was like fuck it you know last week was my last week off i've been doing nothing but getting up and waiting to go pick up my kid from school it was not a great break all right you know whatever I'm a dad you got to do what you got to do but it's kind of hard to get something going when you know within four hours you got to go pick up a little kid so Thursday I'm like you know what fuck it we're going to a fucking movie so I feel like I did something on my break that wasn't just sitting in the basement (laughs) pretending that Star Wars Time.net is something that people care about so we go see Free Guy a movie I know that she is probably not going to be 100% sold on because she doesn't fucking game. She doesn't understand it, the, the lingo, what it means to be an NPC, whatever. Well, Joe, that's why you're a better dad. You take your kids to cartoons. I take my kids to PG-13 movies. <laughs> uh, but anyways, during this lightsaber Easter egg moment, and this is what I think made the made the trip for myself as a dad and probably helped Charlie uh, enter, uh, at least appreciate a bit more. But when they when he busts out that lightsaber, she looked at me like, "It's our thing, dude. It's the Star Wars (laughs) thing." Now I fucking know something about this movie. It's something finally resonates with me, you know, as it's about to end. I mean, this is a movie. It it is a good movie. Tons of great gaming references. Good jokes. A lot of pop culture shit. Taika is literally off his fucking rocker. I don't even think he's read the script i think he just came in and did whatever the fuck he felt like it it's, um, it felt like it yeah it, right i mean <laughs> he's just fun. he's crazy and he even brought in a star wars reference but um yeah it was a nice little moment between uh father and daughter when when the lightsaber came out but uh yeah yeah not not much uh going on i moved on to mass effect two, and my god jesus i forgot how good that game is and it looks damn near perfect in the uh, Legendary Edition reskin of the game. So, yeah, it's you, know, you know, Nick, when I told Nick I was playing through these, he's like, oh, you fucking loser. Mass Effect 1 <laughs> sucked anyways. I'm like, oh, it didn't suck. It was the first game. It can't suck that bad. He's like, yeah, but Mass Effect 2 is the only good one. And he's probably right. I mean, playing Mass Effect 2 <laughs> against, like, Jesus, it really was such an improvement over the original, yeah. although I'm never going to be... That'd be like saying Star Wars sucks. You just, you can't do it. The first of any... The the the, the uh, jumping off point of any trilogy or, or long lasting IP, it may years down the road <laughs> look dirty, but that's what got us into it. So you know you can't yeah. disrespect shit like that.
1: Yeah, usually the second ones are the best, except for and the sequel trilogy and the prequel trilogy, right?
0: Yeah, no, we, we we got uh, the second we got-
1: movies in those two.
0: Yeah, we got to pile on uh, the the sequel trilogy last week with Jax when he was on the show. He uh yeah. as as a pretty stable guy, I mean he he definitely right off the bat was like, I fucking walked out of TLJ. I hated it and blah <laughs> blah. I was like, All right, so I heard I heard Yeah, the, good uh, good
1: Yeah, I heard that. I was good like, to okay. know. But Jax yeah, we're just loading up. Giving we'll, we'll, them the real we'll thing. We'll
0: probably uh, be leaving that era alone today. I don't think we have anything that no. touches there. Who knows? Maybe we'll we'll get a tangent going, but Like Nick said, we got to stop doing these long fucking shows because he's right. No, no one listens anyway. So let's try to clean things up. We'll get right into the Star Wars talk, my friends. I can't promise that I'm not going to go off script once we get talking. Uh, But the first thing we want to touch on is something that I would assume all good Star Wars fans have checked out by now. And that is the Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 2 special that was 100% made Uh, to kind of give fans an inside look a behind the scenes look a b-roll look at the processes and and kind of what it took to get luke skywalker into the mandalorian and it was fantastic i mean you know we knew that it was going to be great but i was surprised nick at how many uh, enlightening little anecdotes that were delivered or just featured in this documentary so like all losers do like myself to think people actually care what they think about star wars i cooked up a little video called 11 fun facts about luke skywalker's appearance in the mandalorian and and some of these uh, none of us knew this shit uh you know the first one i was like wow look at this look at these guys aren't they tricky um but the you know all along they really wanted to protect this secret they, they knew luke was coming in the mandalorian before season one even came out so we're, we're talking years worth of protection yep. here uh, so the first fun fact nick that you know kind of stood out was that in the script luke was Plo Koon yeah yeah and um that's- as floney floney himself kind of says in, in the in the documentary he's like listen i mean everyone knows plo Koon is like my guy i mean if i could if i could do it an f mary kill with jedi he's marrying plo Koon, right i mean he he fucking loves yeah. the guy that's his favorite jedi so I, I thought it was interesting that they decided to use plo as the the uh, the MacGuffin or the, the 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 throw off here to to kind of keep people even in Lucasfilm off of the scent of the the true yeah. hero that would show up for Grogu and Luke.
1: It's so wild that he chose. I mean, obviously he chose Plo because Plo's his favorite. But I mean, I feel like there were other Jedi that were more feasible that that more yeah. people would have believed because like you literally saw Plo Koon. Blow uh, yeah, up. I, I was gonna so say like, it's like
0: i mean clearly they've gotten adept at bringing back characters that we thought have perished i mean two huge ones have returned palpatine and boba fett uh, both looked pretty fucking dead to me when i was a little kid back in the 80s but uh not the case but with with plow yeah i i mean unless they, they yes. were like well he at the last second formed a force bubble and Yeah, You know, he he kind (laughs) of fell to the ground and protected himself. I mean, it's more believable that Mace Windu lived than Plo Koon, right? Can you agree with that? Yeah, I
1: mean, you literally saw, like, this is what happened with Plo Koon. He was flying his Jedi, like, ship. He gets come behind by two different X-Wings. They both hit him. You see the whole ship explode, and not only do you see that, yeah. you then see it, like, crash into yeah, just, like,
0: fucking a city. Yeah, he, he, cr- he crashes into <laughs> a tower and, and further yeah. explodes, so... <laughs> uh, either way, I mean, it, it was just it was just a distraction. It, but did you find... I mean, they went so far as to yeah. include CG plocoon heads onto the Luke body in dailies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, the that's CG how, head that's how artwork, concerned everything. they were i mean concept art they were so worried about shit leaking about luke that they went to these lengths i mean probably spending thousands and thousands of dollars to do it i mean think about oh yeah that that plowhead unless it was a, a pre-built asset some dope had to sit there and, and animate that thing in some form or fashion to even just have it sit <laughs> on the body correctly
1: exactly so yeah. that, that's pretty I mean,
0: fucking intense but hey yeah that's that's why we love these guys the, that's the, the that's lo- the
1: one secret that they've been able to keep since this show released it is crazy because that, that's um
0: we'll get to that because that was one of my facts is that they they knew all the other stuff was leaking but this one though no, they they figured out how to keep it locked up all right the next point i i really appreciated it as a fan and i'm sure the rest of you hardcore fan boys and girls did too. Uh, but there was both John and dave in in separate interviews essentially explained that they were one hundred percent aligned on the narrative choice to bring Luke Skywalker back and and Dave even went so far as to so it sounded like it was John's idea, but Dave went so far as to say, "Listen, who else could we have trusted to take this character that fans just you know fell head over heels for over two seasons of content?" Who else could we trust to take them away and it actually makes sense that Grogu would be safe? And and he's like, listen, if, if John came with me to, with Luke and I thought it was dumb and it wouldn't work, I would have told him. So I, I like, you know, we all know Filoni is kind of the, the the keeper of the story, but I think he makes it clear that even though John is the man, the showrunner, John is always willing to yield to Filoni's knowledge and yeah. care for the characters, but floney says he's like, Listen, no, I 100% agreed with John. This was the only character that we could do the handoff with that made sense to him as George Lucas Jr. and clearly to all of us fans. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Did anyone else notice? And I'm assuming people that are more in the know with lighting and VFX and set dressing. But there were multiple shots where R2 appeared green. And I've got it up here right now on the live stream. His panels are green. And I'm assuming that's because they did use some blue screen. You probably don't want those those colors getting washed or mixed up. Uh, but, you know, I, I just thought it was interesting that R2 was not always blue when he was doing his work for The Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, uh, I think you probably hit it. It's probably the like like the blue screen, so they just change the key color of whatever's on his head and then they just put the blue over it Yeah,
0: it's weird i mean they they did use the real blue r2 and there was even shots where he was right in front of a blue screen in blue but other ones he was in green so who the fuck knows what they're doing on that set uh i trust them because so far they have not let us down uh over what 16 episodes of excellence Uh, this one here I I, again just the the level of secrecy and the ability of these people to keep this thing hidden for so long is amazing because in some of the Hamill interviews he reveals that Dave and John told Mark about Luke being in Mandalorian before season one even hit the air Uh, in fact they invited him over to come watch uh, S1E1 just to see what he would think about the franchise and of course you know, the ending and seeing the baby Mark was like, yeah, he's like, that's when I was like, uh Oh, I'm, I'm probably going to have to do this for the fans. Like I've worked with, I'm the only actor, the only character to directly work with this species in star Wars. Uh So while he's like, yeah, I had to go and think on it. He pretty much said I I owed it to the character of Luke and the fans to agree to this and come back and do it. And that's why we love Mr. Mark Hamill. Okay. How about the fact that they shot it in secret, even from their own crew yeah. who were out doing the Robert Rodriguez outdoor shot for S2E6. I thought that was, it's like that's how much care they put into hiding this whole thing.
1: I think it's, they, they definitely did that. And, you know, John had mentioned right after that, that like they did that because they, active leaks were happening they yeah. knew that that like yeah, shit was leaking
0: you're exactly right because i think he he says he's like listen we yeah we we found out that everyone knew ahsoka was going to be rosario and that tem was coming back as boba but he's like it, it was unbelievable that we were able to keep the luke thing a secret and you know nick's right when you clear clean house and you're talking plo Koon or just the jedi you know it gets a lot easier because let's be real not everyone on this set is a celebrity and making a ton of cheese uh, yeah. a lot of them are probably losers like me that want to get some clout so they, they're the ones saying yeah Rose, rosario's here or timothy's here or uh, what was it what was the other guy the terminator guy i fucking forget his name is here Uh, but they're like for Luke, they're like, you know what? Fuck these people. We're going to send all the interns, all the (laughs) PAs, all the low levels out on the shoot with Robert. And then just the core team is going to remain here and get the Luke exchange done.
1: I mean, the level of, they literally locked the, the guy who was doing like the deep fake stuff, like the face, like the facial technology for Luke in a room, they locked him in a room so nobody else could go in there. Right. Like, that's the level of isn't it crazy? Like to. all
0: the the money and, and uh, machinations they put into this, and they still kind of fucked up his face.
1: Yeah, I feel like they they talked about it a little bit too. And from what I could gather, I don't know if this is the same way you felt Matt, but like to me, they said that they did use deep fake. Like he was no, saying, they, that they like used
0: we, um, like the AI aging. and AI and machine learning that essentially pieced together millions of of facial movements that mark produced from his time shooting uh four five and six so they yeah. essentially had a huge data warehouse of all of mark's face movements and then through its artificial intelligence they would feed the machine so it would learn and based on the actor's movements they would have that kind of crazy dune looking head thing over and it, and the ai would literally in real time calculate like all right the yeah. actor's face smiled so now we got to pull clips from uh, return of the jedi where where luke was smiling a bit and that would produce the look and i think i think that's probably why it looked fucked up like i just why not go with what marvel was doing i, I don't know i mean um uh, but that, yeah, that's like the, not the, what they they did not use the marvel tech i think they, they yeah made the, that pretty the marvel, clear.
1: the marvel stuff was like more around de-aging it's like you didn't actually they didn't actually use. Right, Like old stuff from uh, Michael Douglas or from, you know, whoever, you know, Kurt Russell or anything like that. Like they just like yeah, – I, f- I think the way that, that John put it was like they painted out their wrinkles digitally and like they, they kind of like tight their face yeah. up a little bit. But um, yeah, it was interesting to see how they went about doing that. I mean sure the, the, that-
0: the tech for, – for, for someone that is in tech and, and studies it and pretends to be a computer scientist, it, it's – mind-blowing like what yeah what it's what this ai is doing i mean if you people don't think that all these movies are going to be real at some point in time they are we are teaching software to do very very complex shit at this point in time i mean like i said it, it was just a library of video footage of mark's face and the system, the application, the AI would all work together and based on the footage from the set, it would map Mark's young face onto the body of that uh, young actor that kind of yeah. stood in for him. Did, did you yeah. find it funny that they brought Mark there, They they had him do the script, they fitted him for a costume, they had him hit his marks, did the lines, yet they didn't use his voice or his body in the final in the final product.
1: Uh yeah, I mean I get like honestly like he was there as more of like the double. Like usually that's what the double does. Like right. he just kind of stands in and then fill in everything else with the main guy. Really what they did this time was they had Max, the the stunt guy do everything and they just kind of had Mark stand in for certain things. And I think it was more to to give Max like a like a direct like real right. world reference of like this is hey, how this yeah is how do it
0: yeah I, um, I I think you're right it's like Mark would do the scene and then they'd be like okay now let's actually do the scene
1: yeah I mean the only scene that's actually Mark is like when like yeah like when he. I think like, he's, like he still said the lines and stuff, but they just went – they had to go back over it, and then they had to obviously add in that digitally – what is it called? Re-speech or something like that? That's no, it, I, I,
0: that. I was going to get to this one. We'll just say it. They used a neural network synth voice from old Hamill sound samples. Yeah. So, so they, it's, again, it's machine it's learning for voices. Yeah artificial intelligence and machine learning so yeah uh, they didn't use his his lines that he delivered on set they didn't use his body that was on set but i i I think it was more for this is how you play luke dummy guy that's just gonna sit there and let's be real it's mark hamill he's an ambassador he is luke skywalker you have to include him (laughs) like you can't yeah you can't just say hey mark we're doing this uh you're a little out of shape. You don't really look like Luke in his 30s. Uh, We can't use you, but just wanted to let you know you you got to bring him in. They did they did it the right way, but I yeah. ju- I just thought it was funny that zero performance of Mark Hamill from that day was used in the final product.
1: Yeah, so but I'm, I'm sure, sure if he, they uh, ever you know if they ever choose to use Luke again, which I mean is is possible given the the direction of the show. I'd be curious to see if they would go through that whole hubbub again, or if they'd just call him and be like, "Hey, you can no, be here, I, or I, you, you can't." Like, you, it's up to you. <laughs> like, whether I, you I to do don't. I think
0: at this, no, I think they'd do it exactly the same. I, yeah. I think, yeah. I just, I don't know. I think they feel obligated, and, and they they should. They probably should feel obligated to include him as much as he wants to be involved. I mean, it could be. I, I would think it'd be more Mark saying, "Hey, guys, I appreciate the offer. I get it, but." can I just go on set and like not get dressed up and I'll just fucking do it and, and like speak the lines for the kids. So he understands like my facial movements and my, my hand movements and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but hey, it was fun seeing the old guy dressed up as young Luke again, even if it did look a little off. I mean, uh, they, I think they got him uh, after a, I don't know, he must've been on a tour or something. Cause he, he definitely looked a little, little bloated kind of like how I feel right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of with, with Bat in here in the chat. <sighs> and we've talked about this at the end of Mando S2. I just, I don't think you can completely leave Grogu alone in the Mandalorian moving forward. I mean, I don't think he has to be a main character, but... Th- at some point in time, there's gonna to have to be a check in on Grogu, and you would think that Luke may be involved with that. Who knows? Who knows how much they want to use him? I mean, he he has potential to be used in Ahsoka, all over the place. I mean, if they did it now, it's kinda of like the Luke Skywalker Pandora's box has been opened. And uh, you know, we, we know that that we heard that news over the summer about that what was his name, Shamook or that expert YouTube deep faker was hired yeah, by Lucasfilm Now. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've just let him do it and not fuck around with AI and machine learning, and and there you go. We're we're gonna have a a permanent CG Luke, as everyone likes to call this version of him. Yeah. All right. Um. Some of the other points here. Oh, I loved that Filoni just kind of had to whip out his Lord Dick and be like, hey, I just want to remind everyone in the room that Ahsoka Tano is luke's senior skill wise all right Uh, and this was in reference to him talking about what luke would look like as a a jedi in the mando because you know obviously his skills would be slightly uh, increased from the last time we saw him in return of the jedi but he still never had a you know official training for longer than a few days on dagobah where ahsoka grew up in the order Trained under Yoda, trained under Anakin, trained under Obi-Wan. So, yes, clearly her skill set as a pure Force user, a Jedi, is going to be well beyond Luke's at this point in time. Uh, Obviously, he probably has more potential because he's got the secret sauce within his nutsack. Uh, But in terms of everything else, Force, in the Jedi way, Ahsoka is decades beyond him. And I just thought it was funny that Dave was like, hey, pst. I know everyone likes Luke, but remember she's my character, and she's pretty fucking awesome too. So <laughs>
1: that was pretty fun. I did like that part.
0: Like, I almost he, he
1: he stopped he stopped short of saying like Ahsoka would kick Luke's ass. Like, like that's what. Yeah, he was but thinking, it didn't
0: did you didn't feel like it. that's where he was going? He's like, hey, everyone. By the way, I mean, Ahsoka's pretty fucking great at this point in yeah. time. Like, she's pretty yeah. fucking special, and she is. We loved her, and uh, there is there are so many reasons for her and Luke to have an interaction in her show or all these other timeline adjacent shows i mean why why the fuck not uh why wouldn't an ahsoka and luke run into each other um so i don't know i I just thought it was interesting dave definitely uh, stumping for his girl as he should yeah um i guess i don't know i should have been wiser to this fact but this was the very first episode to feature john williams's actual music like with with zero intervention from ludwig Uh, because i thought during the ahsoka episode we got a little bit of the yoda hint but favreau was pretty adamant like listen motherfuckers i wasn't gonna cheat because he's like nick and i he understands that john without john williams star wars isn't star wars he's like they they go hand in hand at this point in time but he made a point to say i did not want to cheat on this show and use john williams themes so he's like, this was the first time we relied on that gimmick, and we had to because of Luke's return.
1: Yeah, there uh, was no other—you can't—what are you going to play? What music are you going to play when Luke Skywalker reveals himself? Like, you yeah. can't play—you have to play the Luke.
0: Yeah, the, theme. The, the, you have to the play the John statement. Williams
1: shit. It, ha- like, it had can't to happen. You play Ludwig music. I'll tell you Sorry. what, though. After
0: watching this, I'm like— I've got a chub for Mando again, like to the point where I'm ready to go through all 16 episodes. Uh, Over the weekend, I was thrown on the soundtrack for season two outside when it was like 90 degrees. I'm just I don't know. Maybe it's we're, we're we're coming into September. It's starting to feel like that time of year. But I'm I'm feeling that I need some Mando in my life.
1: I mean, it's it's definitely a fallow period until the middle of September now, when we get visions, um, and then even visions is going to be like a. It's a one-day like deal. People, I mean, it's like a one day. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, I think we'll all get through visions in probably an hour or less. I don't, I don't see them being. I mean, if they're true shorts, how long can a short be before it's not short? That is the yeah, question exactly. of life, like, right? You're, you're
1: talking. It's going to be like uh, what is it? Love, death, and robots, or whatever it was on. On Netflix uh, and those are only like seven minutes each so I mean it's definitely less than an hour so you have very little new Star Wars content coming out until December so if you do want to start a a, a week-by-week rewatch of the Mandalorian uh, now would be a good time to start it because you would have roughly 16 weeks until the, the release of the band. Yeah, I just,
0: I don't know if I need to do. Se- I mean, I, I think I've seen season one in full because it, it was going on while Charlie was still like drinking the Kool Aid. It was like crack to her. Hey, let's watch it. Let's watch it. I think I've seen season one in full f- six times. If you consider how I watched the first, you know, the, the first time I watch an episode, I watch it. <clears throat> then I'll watch it again. And then I'll watch it again. So usually on a Friday, I'll see it three times just then. And then I've seen, yeah, so I've probably seen season one over five times. Season two, I'm only probably too deep, and that's just study viewing and then family viewing. So maybe I'll just do season two. I don't I just feel like I'm ready for Mando. Got to get the table set. I know Book of Boba is still three months away, but I'm feeling it. And this fucking special kind of... I think increased my, my hype uh, for what's coming here in December. Uh, We talked about the neural networks and how really nothing that Mark provided on set was used. It's just, it's funny, but it's all, I mean, it goes to show you the, the power of film technology these days and and how computer science is taking over uh, that genre as well. I mean, at this point in time, if you don't know how to fucking use computers in a highly advanced way you're probably going to lose in whatever market you operate in. You just, you can't survive anymore. Uh, I mean, uh, the fact that they're using like NASA level shit to make Star Wars shows should show you <laughs> that the machines are almost fully taking over how we run every type of business in the world. Uh, did I cry? Yes, I cried. I was actually going to bring it up. I'll tell you when I cried during this special, and it was it was for our, our fellow fan, John Favreau. Um, and it was about this little guy right here. So uh, the next kind of fun fact was that they used, literally took animation from Return of the Jedi in R2-D2's light, and for some reason felt the need to superimpose it in the year 2021 on a modern version of R2-D2. But hey, I like those little Easter eggs, Wh- whatever they got to do. Uh, but this was the moment that finally got me in this uh, gallery episode here and it was it was listening to mr john favreau talk about his own emotional breakdown over r2d2's appearance not so much luke and and i don't know if everyone remembers this but i i kind of had the same yeah the luke thing was like oh my god this is unbelievable but i remember that friday morning sitting down in my basement probably at six in the morning seeing that scene play out seeing Luke show up just being like holy shit life is good today but then R2 rolls around I remember that this is all I said I was like R2 is, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like that's exactly what John was doing the day of filming I mean it was so bad that even Floney's like, yo, I, I was seeing what John was going through with this. And it was like, it was real. And they did a nice segment on how Grogu is kind of like the R2 of, of this generation and how people like me latched on to characters like R2 when we were young and how special they are and, and why we reacted that way like John when R2 showed up. And they're right. It, it really is. I mean, a lot of times the, the, the billboard characters in Star Wars are great, but sometimes it's these ancillary characters people the droids grogu yoda um what's his name fucking uh the the shithead from tross that we all like babu frick Frick. it's this it's these little these little characters that can turn grown men like me into little piles of of wet mush Uh, but i just i i thought it was it was great to hear that it did the same thing that John Favreau, and it sounds like maybe Filoni was on set like, ha-ha, you pussy! <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I mean, yeah. just really the special is great. Listening to those two and their passion for the show, for the, for the franchise, and, and really for each other and their ideas. Know, it's Who wouldn't want to work for these two men? Um, Nick, we've said this before. Sometimes watching shit like this it's a double-edged sword because while I love the content, I love getting the, the BTS for anything, star Wars. It also reminds me that I was a severe fuck up in life and didn't realize what (laughs) I really wanted to do until it was probably too late because yeah, I want to be in these fucking documentaries. Even, even the guy holding the fucking mic, like, come on, look at the shit these people get to experience in life and then compare, compare it to what you're doing right now.
1: Yeah. If it's, it makes you feel bad, then you
0: know how I feel, all right?
1: It's definitely uh it, it kind of sucks watching him. And that's like even I don't even think I watched the first like the first part of season two. I was like, eh, I don't feel like watching that one because I don't feel like just regretting the decisions that I've made in my life. <laughs> so uh I didn't watch that one, but this one I mean, this one in particular. One, I had to watch because the season finale was such a huge part. It was it, honestly like I've forgotten most of what happened in season two because the finale was so good. Um, yeah. So I had to watch that one. And obviously with Mark Hamill involved in it, it was it was a no brainer. You've got to be there.
0: I'm um, going bat with a deep reference when I said I want to be the Mike guy. He said, break out your pink shorts. I don't know. I mean, how many f- did do you get that one, Nick?
1: Yeah, they have that picture of the guy in the boomerang.
0: Pink pink shorts guy. Like, literally, it looked like he was just wearing undies, and that's it, because it was so fucking hot. (laughs) What was it? Tunisia? Yeah, Tunisia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember that picture. Um, But yeah, I mean, watching shit like that, it is definitely a double-edged sword. This one I enjoyed more than I got caught up in, like, fuck, I wish I was doing that. Because it wasn't really focused on, like, this was more focused on not even the whole episode. This was focused on one particular moment. It was the process
0: and, of getting Luke in the show is what really what yeah. this was about,
1: and like I I enjoyed that more than I would have enjoyed like oh look at all the behind the scenes and all of that stuff because then then I just get jealous and I get salty and I'm like oh fuck I should have done that blah 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 so um, I mean it was it was a fun watch I'm glad that that I sat down and watched it I did not cry during the during this one. But I definitely did cry. Nick,
0: the, Nick has uh, no emotions. Uh, I, I, like you guys think I am the Sith. I'm telling you, this guy has <laughs> no emotions. Like he's That's even worse Jedi. than me.
1: That's a Jedi. Yeah, I guess you Jedi, are are right. supposed to show You no are emotions. right. Yeah,
0: you are. You are just like a, a husk.
1: <laughs> you yeah.
0: have no soul. Uh, yeah. the, the Sith are the emotional ones. <laughs> yeah, you got me. You're, you are 100% correct. gonna so. be picking my nose right now. <laughs> Holy shit. There's a big one up there. Hold on. Let me get it. You guys on the stream are getting the bonus. so you don't yeah, even have to pay have for this extra show. This is what you call mining for gold. There's something up there. I think it's a nose hair.
1: This All is right. uh, <laughs> this is OnlyFans content that you're getting free, right?
0: How about those fucking idiots? Like, how dumb are people? <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. If you don't know what this is about, or what uh, OnlyFans essentially became a very popular social media site because uh, of men. Well, men are creepy in general. And they like looking at somewhat nude women. So these women would get on there. A lot of them housewives are making like 50 grand a month, you know, wearing lingerie or, you know, maybe showing a nipple or getting a little racier than that. So obviously it's probably a successful site and therefore a business. And what was it, like two weeks ago, OnlyFans comes out. We uh come october 1st we are no longer allowing sexually explicit content on our platform peace and love (laughs) peace and love and within four days these fucking idiots had to do a a a 180 and be like oh yeah yeah just kidding um we forgot that we like making money so yeah keep the nudes on the platform and there you go all right so
1: (laughs) Oh man, that was that was hilarious. I mean, when you,
0: Nick, you're in you're in this space. When you saw them announce that, were you just like, "This ain't gonna last"? I mean, I was, I was kind, of, I was just like, "What?"
1: That I, I mean, that's that's people. essentially their whole platform. But I like I read the issues. The issues were that they couldn't secure like venture capital funding because yeah, they're essentially a porn site. <laughs> and but then they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna backtrack because right. if okay, we, we don't we allow win. explicit content, we're gonna." the whole site's gonna fold
0: right you, you can yeah. either have your your money-making machine right now or you can get cute and add like a new feature with some venture capital and make those weirdos happy no yeah. <laughs> we're all <laughs> so, deranged yeah. i mean all men are fucked up it doesn't matter how old you are all you think about are, are naked women if you're straight and i'm sure naked men if you're gay that that's it consumes us at least me i'm sp- even you know 41 being married for all these years there is not a moment in this day that i am not thinking about naked girls i can't help <laughs> it it's just it's it's we're animals people it's how we are wired men are wired to procreate it's not good we shouldn't be wired that way anymore because we don't need any more humans but that's what it is you know we 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 typically think with the lower head it's just it's how we are cooked all right so if you haven't caught that uh, special yet it's out there on disney plus and go ahead and punch yourself for missing it up until this point uh next one here i i thought it was interesting nick's like he's not really buying into this one but um yeah. the only reason i'm kind of giving it some weight is because it comes from a site that is respected i respect it it's not these poo flingers on reddit uh, this comes from Star Wars Newsnet. I mean, they, they've they got like a network of sites. They've got a pretty popular podcast. They get looped into all the official Lucasfilm stuff. So clearly, uh, they're better than us. So I trust them. Uh, but this is what they're saying. So uh, I guess for those of you that hate all sorts of spoilers, even if they are uh, speculative, you may not want to listen to this segment. But SWNN apparently got some leaked concept art from the kenobi series in particular of darth vader and their whole spin nick i thought it was kind of odd it's like "Uh, well you know why you bring back hayden if he's just going to be in the mask and any of us (laughs) worth worth a damn and and when it comes to star wars speculation you know why they brought back hayden because you are going to see him without the fucking mask so i agree with nick i i I mean it's like okay yeah great their spin was odd like no this proves that this is why he's coming back yeah we they didn't fucking hire hayden christensen and pump it up as the the return of the century to keep him in the goddamn darth vader outfit the whole time okay
1: obviously not obviously not Uh,
0: they're gonna do fucking flashbacks we're gonna see him as anakin again that's a that's a no-brainer and we're probably gonna see him without the helmet on that's a no-brainer
1: Exactly. I mean, do you know how fiscally dumb that would be to give Hayden Christensen the money that you probably had to give him to give him to get him back? To only have him in the suit—that would be the dumbest thing you've ever done. Yeah. You're not and even I mean, going to use his voice in the suit, right? The voice is going to be all modulated. Yeah, James so. Earl
0: Jones. I think he's still yeah. alive. So, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> If they were into this whole thing of just paying an actor to be in a suit, he would have played Vader in Rogue One. He did not. Yeah, so exactly. clearly Lucasfilm yeah. can hire Vaders that aren't Hayden when they feel like it if he's just going to be in the suit. So, I mean, that that's yeah. not the news. The news really is the screens. Nick Nick thinks some of them are lifted from Rogue One. Who knows? Uh, but if you are on the live stream, the first shot we're looking at here, I'll try to zoom in because it, it was a tiny and it's low res uh, but they're saying yeah. this is a Kenobi concept art piece, and I'll try to describe it for those of you that don't do the live stream. But it, it's it's Anakin in his in his tube. He's got like these h- tubes into him where he's got all these holes on his chest. He's wearing yeah. a scuba apparatus. He's essentially in for his little spa session. That yeah,
1: it's very reminiscent of when you saw the tube drain right. in Rogue One, and right. then you saw the the husk of Vader kind of hanging there very yeah i mean that's what leads me to believe like i'm not saying that it is i'm just saying that like you could easily pass this like these could be rogue one things because there's nothing here that is specific to kenobi all of this stuff that we've seen that we see in these leaked images we've seen happen in real time right in rogue one so these other um, two
0: they just support the tank Uh you have a close-up yeah. of the mask and you have a back to tank and these are rendered and this is uh, I believe from reading the article, SWNN had an artist take the actual set picks and render them, I'm guessing, so they didn't get in trouble. Uh, that was their story. And, and here's the deal. While, yeah, I, I mean, Nick's not wrong. These very well could have been repurposed from Rogue One. But I think it it, it makes perfect sense that we may get a scene of Vader oh, yeah. healing in Kenobi. And we'll actually hear him talk instead of it just being a mannequin or like a i think it was a mannequin in rogue one it wasn't even a real person in the It that wasn't tank. a real person. Yeah. Um so yeah i mean while while nick is he isn't wrong it it does seem that hey we got hayden we got to see him without the mask on um we're probably going to see vader in his meditation chamber or in these back to tanks healing yeah. and actually get some interaction with him maybe yeah, like I mean, maybe I, him killing someone while he is is healing like think about that he's he's nothing he's he's a he's a torso and a head and someone pisses him off and while he's healing he just fucking force kills him so who knows
1: yeah i mean i i have to say that most of the time i forget that a large majority of the populace and is stupid so like they hear that anakin that hayden christensen is going to be in in kenobi and like for all reasonable people and i mean everybody listening to this podcast including matt and myself we think like oh, okay we're going to get the full vader experience we're going to see him like this we'll see him in the suit we'll see some flashbacks but there are literally people who are like hayden christensen is the show what does that mean is he
0: right. he's just gonna be in the suit i'm oh, like, like you, you know i mean you, you, you made fun of me when i put up the shot of him they're like oh it looks like he's working out <laughs> it's like, they're like oh he's working out maybe he's gonna be anakin too so he looks big it's like well yeah no fucking shit oh no, no shit
1: assholes like i don't know i mean i guess it's just like i have to remember that that there are a lot of people out there who just hey, don't make very logical connections in yeah,
0: their brain like just just, like, just of look at your news app on a daily basis and you will be reminded that we live with a lot of fucking dopey people That's that true. you you just I know it's hard for our brains to comprehend it, but it's out there. A lot of it. A lot yeah.
1: of it. No, yeah. You,
0: yeah, you're one right, six. So we're we're looking at supposed concept art from Kenobi of of Vader's uh healing tank thing.
1: Healing tank and what his Form will look like within it. So yeah, I, I want to uh, I, mean, yeah.
0: I want to see Hayden as damaged Anakin, hundred yeah. percent. But that I don't I don't know why that's that's a that's a big deal. I, and I'm not making fun of SWNN. They they just said, hey, we got some uh concept art that we're saying is legit. It's straight from the show. In fact, it's so legit that we paid someone to render it so we don't get sued type of stuff. Um, but it, it was funny that their spin was, oh, well, now this makes sense. Why Hayden's kind of like, okay, and and I think it's it's like what Nick is saying that they're kind of taking the lowest common denominator approach out there. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so uh, I mean, yeah, like I, I, yeah, I just have to get out of the habit of saying like, yeah, of course. Like I just need to not do that
0: anymore. Yeah, dude. If we always said, "Of course," we literally would have nothing to talk about each week because everything to us is just like, "Yeah, no shit, Sherlock." No shit. But yeah. trust me, there's people out there taking livestock dewormers. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's th- this is what we're, we're we're working with these days, pal. <laughs> All right, it's very it's, true. Uh, but hey, I, I'm I'm super excited for this. I know. I, I mean tones it, tones has almost become a field reporter at this point in time. I want to give him a little shout out uh in Discord. He's been dropping in some leads that i I take a look at. you know sometimes I've seen him before he gets there um but but tones is definitely out there scouring the net and looking for stuff for the s w t s and that you know that's why we love him uh, but this one here he he shared the the reason that we didn't share this there's an infographic going around of the supposed release schedule on Disney plus. Uh, and it's got the disney plus logo on it It, it, it's it's clearly fake i I don't think it's wrong nick i don't know if you saw it pop up uh but again here's here's my disclaimer on that type of stuff if it doesn't show up in the pits of star wars leaks it's about as bogus as it gets (laughs) um so if the fans are in our discord and if you want to join we'd love for you to join you can use uh, uh our Linktree link in instagram to hit our discord channel we'd love to have you uh, but if, you, if there are fans posting stuff and it doesn't make it to the show or the site, it's not because I think you're a cocksucker. It's, I, I vet. I uh, Unlike a lot of people, especially when it comes to news, I actually then go out and research it to make sure that it is legit or not legit. And typically, if, if a leak like that doesn't show up on Star Wars Leaks, one of the seediest places on Reddit for Star Wars news, it's, it's beyond bogus. But... Uh, I, I don't disagree with what this infographic was saying. And it, it was essentially Nick, it's laying down the cadence of 2022 releases. And it starts with book of Boba, which we know that's coming in December. Mm. Then I think it was saying it was going to Kenobi or something like that. And then, Andor. basically every show that wrapped filming in 2021 is, is going to debut in 2022. Well, yeah. There's like a Lego show in there and then Mando season three. And, you know, I, like I said, I I think it's a, it's a good guess. It's the same guess we have given you, but that's what it is at this point in time. If it's not on Reddit, Star Wars leaks, it's stinky, All right, but it definitely made its way. Somebody made
1: it in their basement.
0: I I think so, Nick, but you know, (laughs) it it was, trust me, it was hard for me to kind of sit on my hands because it was definitely getting some heat last week around the. the small little Star Wars fanboy community that I find myself in every day. All right, th- this is another one from Tones, and, and I miss this because I did watch this little video, Nick, and I don't know if there's a if, if there's a lot to say about this, but it, it is kind of curious, uh, but last week, ILM VFX released a kind of a little behind-the-scenes short for The Mandalorian Season 2, just talking about virtual worlds. And during Robert's section, Rodriguez, if you kind of paid attention, you would have seen a, a a still from the production, season two, chapter fourteen, you know, where where Boba takes Din back to Navarro so they can find information on Mayfeld. But if you're on the stream, you can see this still. There's a deleted scene, my friends. Boba Fett and Grief Karga were at least going to meet re-meet exchange hands give a high five in chapter 14 of season two Um, obviously it got cut uh, but i think there's some speculation you could you could uh, get down with here nick in the in the form of if grief was running the bounty hunter guild now were there multiple i don't know was that the main one who knows you would think him and boba fett probably know each other right yeah uh, they they've either they've either worked together or you know grief has given him pucks they've heard of each other it's just like there's there's no way in fucking hell you can say that these two don't ha- had not known or heard or seen each other before this deleted scene in the Mandalorian yeah absolutely so I think it could it, it, it obviously there's some book of Boba Fett potential here I I mean, I'm sure we we, we might have even mentioned this. uh, Grief's potential for that show being Bounty Hunter-ish. Boba's Bounty Hunter-ish past. Uh, You know, maybe they work together. Maybe uh, Boba's looking for some gigs. Maybe Boba's looking to take over the guild. Maybe they're rivals. I don't know, but it... it's interesting that they were supposed to have a scene in the mandalorian that that ended up getting cut obviously not a huge deal it really didn't matter i I understand why they cut it Uh, but i I like to kind of think like what what do these guys know about each other and where could it go from here
1: yeah i would imagine that that grief probably knows more about boba than boba does about grief yeah that's a fair fair statement because like but Boba's probably like, yeah, he's the guy who gives me my pucks and, you know, I, I, I get the job done. He gives me my, you know, I get my credits. I get the fuck out of there. But then, you know, Grief has to know a little bit more about these bounty hunters because he has to be able to tell them or has to be able to know, like, can I give this puck, which right. is a fucking high job. Can I trust this guy? Job, yeah. Yeah. To, 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 the, to this guy. Now, what really is going to shake out is, is the direction that they take, that they choose to take Boba Fett in book in Book of Boba because they could just have it to where like boom he's back on the scene he takes over the castle and now he's maybe he tries to start his own bounty hunters hey, guild like doesn't he, he
0: doesn't grief uh more or less hasn't he become like the magistrate of Navarro now like a mayor yeah almost? he's
1: not he's not necessarily like yeah right. uh, yeah he's not running a guild anymore he's yeah, actually like a so. government official like he's a he's in a, he's in a official capacity now so it depends, like, do they want to take Boba Fett, like, back to the bounty hunting route, or do they send him on a completely new, like, direction to where he does become, like, yeah. a crime lord or a syndicate leader or something I, like dude, that? Dude, it's
0: so, like, I know we have a we have B.O.B. A, a B. topic to talk about, and maybe we should save it for there, but th- there is a lot of, there are a lot of paths Boba can go, and, it, and I really think the Mandalorian and the way it ends and the way we kind of see how he's not such a cocksucker... Uh, we're seeing it in more of the bounty hunters. He truly is kind of a man of his word. I mean, he he adheres to ethics. The, they might be yeah. fucked up, but you know he he believes in it. You know he, he has his he, own he, moral code. He, he literally could have killed Chewbacca, Princess Leia, and Lando all before Return of the Jedi. But he's like, hey guys, I'm not here to fuck with you. I've got a job. That's all I want to do. I just want my bounty. I just want to get paid. So can we just yeah. be? Friends for a little bit. All right, see. So and yeah.
1: that's that's what's <laughs> going to be interesting about book is that now he's untethered, like he doesn't right. have that anymore. Like he he's not living his life by the the letter of the job that he's on. Like he has to make his own decisions, and that's kind of what you see happening in Mando season two. Is like now that he is you know come out of his exile in the in the deserts of Tatooine, he he's, he chose to help Dan.
0: Exactly. He chose to, but it to was do a, it, all these it was a debt. It was a debt, though. That's the, that's the interesting yeah. thing. What is he even better of a person after saving Grogu, or was it truly just hey, like like him and Fenix said at the end of Episode Six, we owe you. We will we will pay off our debt. I I still yeah. think they're all going to be kind of friends and rely on each other moving forward. But uh, Boba's path forward in Book of Boba. Uh, Is going to be very interesting because you know he could go yeah. into the old ways, he could go fully you know have a, have like a a face turn and and just go good guy, uh, or he could kind of live in in the middle, you know do like like kind of dabble in the the black market crime syndicate scene while also helping his friends when needed. So who knows? Yeah. I I mean neo boba to me is so fucking interesting and and what has been done with him so far still leaves a ton of canvas to be painted out for this character to completely uh, revitalize what he was that dope the bozo in the original trilogy yeah um but i don't know I, i just like i think this scene could have been cool especially if they knew each other um and no, to the, those of you, that's not Kara, that's Fennec without her helmet on. So it's Boba, Din, and Fennec, and then they're talking to Grief, and that, that scene got cut. I think it just cut to, I think in the show we saw the slave one land, then it cuts to Din talking with Kara to get the info on Mayfeld. Yeah, um, But I, I don't know, yeah. it, it was kind of a nice pickup. Uh, again, Tone shared this one with us. I found it to be somewhat interesting that, hey, there there's deleted scenes from this show that... A lot of us, I don't even think we've been thinking about it because they've all been so fucking perfect for the most part that we're just like, great. Yeah. We don't need yeah. to know about stuff that might have been scrapped yeah. or, or left and on the cutting room floor.
1: What's What's interesting is is that this, so obviously this episode was Rodriguez's episode in, in Mando, and it could be the reason that he chose to cut it is because he already knew Book of Boba was coming, and he was like, hold on, I'm going to yeah. save that for the yeah. book. And, you know we can roll right into the next pc here. That might be, I, it, you know
0: that that I think that's a good call. Yeah. Cuz why cause, why cause, waste this? Why waste this moment in a throwaway scene in Mando when you could almost make it a whole episode in, in Book of Boba?
1: Exactly. And you know, Robert Rodriguez is one of the EPs and episode 1 director on Bo- Book of Boba Fett, so he probably knew, I mean he definitely knew well ahead of time. Is he
0: is he more like or less episode. the I know he's EP, but is he kind of the showrunner?
1: It kinda of seems like he is. Like they they didn't come out and say he was the showrunner, but like he's the guy. You know, like like Deborah Chow is is the guy, the girl on Kenobi. Like he's kind of the guy okay. on on book.
0: Yeah, that's that's and, kind of how I like he you know, he's he's directing the one episode. He's not directing every episode. I, I envision yeah. like I just I don't know if you guys have watched this i highly recommend it now after seeing it but i i, I realized that i'm still paying for apple tv plus mm. it was like free for a year and it didn't it didn't yeah. pay attention but i've been paying for it like all summer yeah it's, it's like, like you five know what? bucks a month. yeah it's like hey whatever just like everything else we're like oh it's five bucks and then you look at your your end of month bills and you're you're essentially spending 300 dollars on streaming platforms <laughs> and gaming subscriptions and whatnot um what the fuck was i saying you were watching oh, something on apple i'm watching TV. apple tv plus just like fucking i'm paying for it i watched c i thought it was excellent i'm ready for season two my man dave Batisse is on it but the show i'm talking about is the morning show it is okay. brilliant you know it kind of jumped on the whole me too thing it's it's essentially a a mirror of what happened on good morning america with with matt lauer and all that fun stuff the point and how it ties back to here for those of you that have seen the show I'm envisioning Robert Rodriguez on book of Boba as being like the chip character who is the executive producer, but pretty much makes all the fucking shot, all the calls, you know, who's, who's doing what, who's getting to direct kind of the, the the flow of each episode, so on and so forth.
1: Yeah. So Rodriguez, you know, speaking to the press, had a quote uh, during an interview with Collider talking about, book of boba fett and and look it's it's a it's kind of a nothing quote yeah what do you you want the guy to
0: say (laughs) what What do you you want the guy to say
1: so this this is what he says says, i can't say anything about it at all right now but it's coming out in december wait until you see what's coming it's going to blow your mind that's all i can say talk it up all i want because i know it over delivers it way over delivers people are going to be so pumped when they see it so like again like what is it? What is the executive producer, director of episode one, and, and potentially kind of like the leader behind this se- series going to say, like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not no, as hey good guys, as Mando.
0: <laughs> we, um, we gave it not maximum effort. We yeah. half-assed it. Uh, we took a lot of time off.
1: It's a solid 65%. Y- y- you're going <laughs> to get what you <laughs> fucking
0: get, assholes. I mean, it's yeah, like... Yeah, no. I don't it's, know. If anything... If anything, it's like the the, the fact that they're out starting to hype. I think that that was the exciting um, aspect of this article. It's like, okay, it's shot. It's in the can. It's probably almost fully processed. Um, As soon as October, maybe we'll start getting looks at it. But it is kind of funny. I mean, this is another one where, (laughs) you know, you you can tell Star Wars news is in the doldrums because uh, this was all over the place.
1: I and mean, yeah, this, this I mean, is Collider, like, like, yeah, hey,
0: we got this exclusive shit. It's like, he's just like, yeah, the thing I made is fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, dude. JJ Abrams said the same thing about Trost. You know, right. Brian Johnson said the same thing about T. Everybody says that about this. Right. And that now you make. talk it's to
0: JJ and he goes, drugs. yep, we should have had a plan. We, so, yeah, exactly. So t-
1: <laughs> tunes, tunes change when people can actually speak honestly about this, <laughs> the, the material that they make but but i mean like so so one thing that that kind of spun off of this was and, and that i included in this article was there was a uh something on on the star wars leaks reddit saying you know cad cad bane going to be in book of boba matt and i have been talking about this forever um the 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 idea that we see cad bane back in boba fett but i mean with with somebody like Rob, robert rodriguez if you look at not only the work that he did in the one episode of mando season two that he did but also just his body of work he is an action oriented guy like this dude loves to shoot high action scenes yeah so do you have a feeling that like book of boba could stray more action oriented than bando did
0: yeah i mean let's be real I am a born-again Boba Fett fan because of what Robert did with the character in episode six of season two. Uh, We know the story. I mean, he's like, John gave me a script for like 14 minutes of content and said, that's why I hired you. You do the rest. And that was essentially filled in with cool ass action moments. And we got them in the form of Boba, first coming out with his gaffy stick and absolutely destroying motherfuckers with it. Then when he gets his armor, he comes in with his kick ass tribal music, dropping, you know, grenades on people, shooting motherfuckers, burning motherfuckers. Yeah. I I, I think you're a hundred percent correct. I, I think it'll be much more action focused than with the Mandalorian gives us now mando yeah. every episode you'd get one little moment right he either Din would would be in peril grogu would be in peril you know running from spiders getting stuck in a a, a tank by corns and needing save from night owls uh, but i yeah i could see more more uh fisticuffs gunfights stuff like that in book of yeah. boba
1: especially if we lean into what we're kind of expecting the show to be which is like kind of like a retelling of his past while also progressing his current stage because if you're if like if you're going back and you're looking at young boba and you're looking at his rise as a bounty hunter in the galaxy you have to see these action scenes you have to see him completing his jobs or or you know like like we said fighting cad bane or whatever whatever he's doing you know the the first time somebody puts a contract out on han solo like Whatever we see from his past is going to be more action-oriented because that was his job. Like, his job was to go out, put himself in dangerous situations, and get his bounty.
0: So... I just... The, 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 the adjective, or the words here, the phrasing, blow your mind. I, I'm thinking back to Mando S1 and 2. There are two moments, maybe three, where I felt like my mind was blown the baby yoda reveal s1 e1 okay i'm gonna say the bo katan rescue um while it was kind of known that she was coming uh, her method her arrival and how it went down how soon the season went down i think it was a bit shocking but really, the second real one obviously is Luke. So, I mean, maybe we'll yeah. boil it back down to two it's the baby reveal and then the Luke reveal. So, with that yeah. being said, we've defined what Blow Your Mind means to us. <laughs> what the fuck is going to happen in Book of Boba to rival those two moments?
1: That's what I was going to say is like, I don't think that you can. I don't know if if any piece of Star Wars content is ever gonna meet the level of the Luke reveal at the end of season two. It's just so hard to match that kind of energy and that unexpected inclusion. Because even us, like even us as like hardcore fans, we did we were we were like they're like no way it's going to be Luke they're never going to do Luke it'll be like Ezra it'll be somebody yeah. else like Cow, it'll be some I mean, other wait, person again I,
0: I i was like I, i'll sit here and mutilate myself if it was if it was Luke that's how yeah s- take it to the bank locked i was <laughs> on that bad fucking prediction
1: yeah and then i mean really with with boba you have more of a limited pool to work with of characters who you can pull in from old content obviously uh-huh. The big one is Cad Bane, the one that we've kind of all been yeah, because I I think waiting uh, for.
0: Omega is off the table at this point. They they it, I still think they're going to make that introduction, that connection in Bad Batch um, versus live action. Now yeah. it, there was a part of me that if they if they got the Boba in Bad Batch season one, maybe there would have been reasons for her to show up in season two. But I, I think. A bulk of her story is now meant to be told in Bad Batch, and it may very well end there. Who knows? If it doesn't, then yes, then you port her into uh, the Mando timeline where all this stuff is taking place. Yeah, I think I think I Nick's mean, right. I think the big guys, the the, the the mind blows would be the the the, the Empire bounty, bounty hunter, hu- right? yeah, the, the bounty the, the hunters, boss, Cad
1: Bane, boss Dengar, you know whoever else you want you could bring in all the guys that were on the imperial star well, technically and, at
0: this point in time wouldn't dangar be starting all his cosmetic i was like, gonna you say goofy like goofy shit thanks you jj could see,
1: <laughs> you could see him in that transition
0: i guess yeah i love it yeah i love it
1: oh, he's got boy. he's got one robot arm and one robot <laughs> leg or some shit like that but there there is a limited pool there,
0: I yeah mean,
1: you know it's a it's could you bring it? Like, who knows what has happened to Nala? Say up to this point. I mean, yeah, we I don't even
0: that she. Like, I don't even see. I don't like. I don't think she ties the book of Boba. I know book of Boba is probably going to be Mando two point five, but I I do think the main narrative will focus on him,
1: his yeah, past absolutely. and what he's
0: doing now. And I, I'm kind of like Bat, and I think Nick, you would agree. I I foresee Boba in Book of Boba being a more benevolent mall uh, yeah in terms of you know wanting to get a gang up and running wanting you know not wanting to be fully on the up and up like doing the right thing all the time uh but he yeah he's gonna want to form some sort of faction get some shit going on maybe dabble in the in the, in the whatever crime syndicates we have at this point in time yeah uh, but not as crazy as Darth Maul like just and straight I- up I want to do this shit but I'm also not going to be a complete madman.
1: Yeah. And I also think that a lot of the a lot of the cameos, I guess you would call them, or a lot of these like, you know, super awesome character drops are probably going to happen in flashbacks, you know? Like the first time we see Cad Bane, you know, maybe you get him walking into Boba's pa- called Boba's palace now. But then you get the flashback that gives you some old Boba and CAD. Maybe well, you get yeah. some flashbacks of Aura Singh and, you know, the the whole bounty hunter group that he had together back in the day. And I think that a lot of the, the the content that we're excited about, like, ooh, who are we going to see, is probably going to happen in flashback.
0: Yeah, I think CAD has potential for both. And, and I think your setup it would be the best way to go, where CAD showing up again is what kind of kicks off boba's memory and maybe he mm-hmm. remembers their duel in live action form that led to yeah. cad getting the plate in his head that we see in bad batch and then yep. maybe they either get over their shit in book of boba or they finish their shit in book of boba i'm yeah. just back to blow your mind I, I it's like i get i get the hypeness from mr rodriguez I, i'm just when you think about the character you think about the timeline and and what is plausible and again we don't know we didn't know the luke shit so uh, we very well could look like fools here but blow in your mind with how with everything that's going into this series and what we know i don't know that's that's kind of a strong sell it's it's
1: it's tough hard sell like there's there's so many things like you could bring back any number of jedi if you chose to because he goes back that far i mean feasibly you could say like hey we're you could put Obi and Anakin both in Book of Boba through flashbacks yeah. because he was around in that time. You could put fucking Luke Skywalker and Han Solo in this show because of flashbacks. But it's like, how, who do you want to pick out? Like, wh- where is the line that you don't want to cross for this particular series? Right. Because I don't think like, they're not going to bring back Anakin and Obi because their show's coming up yeah, probably no. six months after this one. So like
0: I, I think it sticks reach- to I think it sticks to the 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 bounty hunter stuff. I do. Yeah. Like shit that, that was featured probably, in Clone yeah. Wars, shit featured in the OT, uh, maybe even shit that is getting brought up in War of the Bounty Hunters. I mean, l- let's be real. These days, everything is kind of working in unison. The comics, the cartoons, the live action, yeah. the movies. So th- they could very well have elements from War of the Bounty Hunters, that either play out, you know, in in the current Mando timeline that book is residing in, or more flashbacks, you know, Boba's yeah. ordeal trying to get Han back from his supposed buddies. Um, yeah, Han Solo would be a great one. That would be a hard sell. I mean, that that would be like the Luke Skywalker. Um,
1: oh, dude, no! You if you're gonna do it, you just bring in Alden. Just be like, hey, bud, you're you're Han Solo. Interesting. <laughs> <ass> in <laughs> yeah, that that would
0: get people all worked up. Oh um, man, I, would, I I don't know. I yeah. I think. Book of Boba, I still am gonna kind of rest on the fact that it is going to be Mando two and a half. Uh, But I I think I I think sixty to seventy percent will be focused on Boba, highlights from his past, what he's doing post uh, episode eight, season two, and then the other thirty or thirty five will be dedicated to maybe checking in on Din, Grief, the rest of the gang, and, and seeing what the fuck's going on. You know, maybe maybe they they talk about Bo-Katan's hate for Boba and what's going on with the Darksaber, because all that shit's fucking hanging out there still. So uh, I think predominantly it will be a book about Boba Fett, but 35 to 40% of the content will lean towards uh, some of the narratives that were brought up and are continuing in The Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. So you're only a few months out where December releases. Last released, point so. here.
0: Are you worried at all? Or is it, I mean, I, I think Rodriguez is just kind of a hyped up individual period. Yeah. But we get yeah. two over delivers. We even get a way over delivers. Is that a sign of too much fan service or him just going like, this is so fucking rad. I can't wait till you guys see this
1: shit. I think it's more of that than the fan service end of it. Just because I don't think that fan service is necessarily what gets Rodriguez going. Like, if Rodriguez is like, "Oh shit, this is badass," he's probably more excited about like the set pieces or the you know the the particular action sequences that he put together for the show. I don't think that he like, unlike Dave, where if like Dave says something like this, I'm like, "Oh man, he's going back. He's he's pulling out something that." He, We are not expecting, but it's going to blow our mind in terms of like four nuggets for Rodriguez. I'm thinking that he's talking like this shit's going to be fucking badass. There's going to be explosions everywhere. It's going to be like over
0: over delivers. It can be good or bad. I think when it, when it comes to pop culture like this and sorry, I got a bunch of fucking lupini beans in my mouth. (laughs) I'm a, i am uh, I like to eat every two to three hours and I don't usually do that on the show. So then at night I get angry. <laughs> I'm trying to alleviate that. So right now, if you're on the live stream, I look like a chipmunk. But if you're listening, you're probably ready to turn off because I hate listening to people eating food. So sorry. <laughs> well, I'm trying to like get as far back from my mic as possible. Uh, but I think you can. can you hear this?
1: Uh, I can't hear it very much, but I don't know about everybody else. All right, I'll lean back <laughs> like this. There we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Book of Boba Fett just because there's a ton of shit that can come out of it. Um, still yet to be seen if it's going to be man, it's delayed. the only, it's
0: the only live action Star Wars we're getting this year. So we yeah. better, we better be yeah, excited.
1: We, we better enjoy it. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I think it's going to be a good, a good show and maybe, Hey, like I, I think I said this in, in the last show that we did, um, together, like maybe, Book of Boba Fett and the Kenobi series, you know, that maybe this is the direction that they're going to take for what was once planned to be movies. You know, maybe we get a Yoda miniseries, maybe we get, you know, uh, a Vader miniseries or any other number of ones that we always thought could be good spinoffs or standalone movies. Maybe this is the, uh, the direction that they take. Hey,
0: why not? I mean, they seem to generate subscribers every second over on Disney plus. So, Oh yeah, if money can be made, they will figure out ways to make more of it. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, so yeah, oh. I mean that's our that's Have our. You boga, what if? Have you been watching What yet. If?
0: I haven't yet.
1: I haven't yet. I want to though. Actually, Taylor wants to watch it more than me because <laughs> she's like, "Oh, that seems really cool." I was like, "Yeah, it seems pretty good," but we just like we've been watching Ted Lasso a lot. Oh God,
0: and- I-, I just started season two, and it's so. Basically, you know, the kids in school, up until that, we, we essentially just let her hang out with us at night. You know, she'd be up till 9, thirty, ten. sometimes, go to bed when Heather would go to bed. You can't do that anymore. So we, we, we've we been getting down to kind of do our family closeout session of the night a little bit earlier. And sometimes Charlie dilly-dallies and we don't quite have time to watch a normal length show. So I was like, yeah, hey, let's find a, a half hour-er. To throw on there is like, oh Heather, you'd love that. Like, I've seen season one. I'd even restart season one if you wanted to. She's like, nah, let's just start right in season two. (laughs) First fucking episode, dude, of of Ted Lasso season two. I probably laughed out loud for eighty percent of it. This show visually is funny, but if you listen and analyze the writing in this show, it could be some of the most brilliant comedic writing I've ever heard ever heard i'm not talking about the the just the easy to pick up on gags and jokes if you just listen to the lines that were written for these characters it is masterful comedy probably one of the best it's not a sitcom but best comedies i've ever fucking seen the writing is unbelievable and then of course uh you know the way they act the characters it just it just makes the writing even better but my god oh, is yeah. that a a true LOL type of show.
1: Oh yeah, top notch, and it's one of the most wholesome shows you can watch on television. <laughs> like it's, it is a show that has an unending, <laughs> like lighthearted. Oh my god! Never say die spirit. Like, the best it's, character
0: it's, is Roy.
1: Roy, I. Roy is my hero. Like Roy, Roy is like you. You are that Roy. is me. Like, like with those little <laughs> girls, where he's like, like <laughs>
0: you fucking
1: sucking. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: coaching soccer he's like fucking oh my god or yeah, they oh, yeah. put him on that show he's like,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah he just like grunts and he's, he's like,
0: like oh tell <laughs> us your opinion that coach is like yeah give us your opinion he's like yeah you you were shit <laughs> you're like you were yeah. shit as a manager he's like yo not about me <laughs> uh anyways, yeah oh man it's good shit. Ted, it's like, lasso, 100%, ted lasso 100 ted lasso time coming at you next week yeah all right um uh uh, show Uh, this is you know we usually do story time with matt to recap these comics this one's going to be super quick all right so those of you that that don't have a long attention span this one will be perfect for you darth vader number 15 all right continuing the dark lord's journey in 2021 as well as war the bounty hunters thanks to some crossover action uh but here's my title here the boar side it was (laughs) fucking terrible (laughs) It was terrible. Oh, no. it, 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 this should be considered a crime against the character of Darth Vader, all right? There is nothing of value in this issue. It was a waste of my life. It was a waste of YouTube's bandwidth, YouTube's storage costs. Oof. It's just bad. Like I mean, Nick, this issue did absolutely nothing for the Vader threads and the War of the Bounty Hunters. All it did was kind of give us some flashbacks of vader testing ochi with boku the hut and kind of getting all this setup going on which we've already seen play out so not only did it do nothing interesting with the character of vader but it didn't even (laughs) move the war of the bounty hunters plot an inch in fact it almost it felt like it it reversed it so darth vader number 15 awful fucking terrible okay there you go there we um, go I'll even tell you you don't even need to watch my recap that's how useless it is alright <laughs> so be like sometimes, someone else and just don't watch it
1: sometimes it's a
0: miss that's it I mean yeah, like how do you how do you do that with Darth fucking Vader though I mean I, I was I yeah. was getting angry reading as you were like, reading it where is like, like, this going like what, what what is the fucking point of why now I mean we're literally left off with Vader getting ready to hack Han Solo's corpse in half to taunt his son. And then we, we just rewind it a few months to show what like him and Ochi were doing to, that's such a, just, just to, just to kind of remind everyone that sis like the fuck each other. I mean, that's all it was is basically Vader taking out his frustrations from Palpatine, beating him up on Ochi and then him going, all right, I'll keep you around. It's like, all right, what what a fucking waste of life. So (laughs) there you go. I I told you that was a, a quick one. (laughs) Quick hitter. There we go. <laughs> that, that'll make Nick happy. That definitely shaved at least 15 minutes off the yeah, show. because it's just, a bit. There's nothing worth a shit to talk about Darth Vader number 15. Uh, there's, there there's go. I need to catch up on the latest <laughs> Afrin that whatever releases this week, but uh, War of the Bounty Hunters has just kind of fucking stalled here towards the end of the summer, and, and I was loving it. But we need to move on past the fucking— party hijinks and really kind of get into more of the boba fighting the other bounty hunters and maybe vader i don't know but it's gotten kind of shitty so there's your update yeah. on that
1: we'll see how it goes this next one though this next one's pretty interesting matt matt you found this one a couple days yeah ago. i think this
0: is another another one from uh, the man on the street tones, tones 1138 i'm telling you like I, i'm only, you this- know what i should do nick and this this would maybe alleviate some of our concerns Oh, uh, and I know he uh, he wouldn't want to do it because it it would require hire a staff work. writer. Yeah, I'm about ready to just fucking <laughs> bring Tones on as like our, our 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 main writer for the for the so, website. So you,
1: <laughs> you write some of the stuff. Yeah. We'll you post we'll, it we'll out be there. The, the, the host. All right. So, um, but this is a good find. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That what we're talking about, and you know, if you're if you're a dork like myself or or Tones or yeah, whoever you know, fanboys girls out there. Yeah. I'm sorry for calling you because I know we got to be nice to each other these days. Fuck all of you. But anyways, there's this leak going around. It's called Star Wars The Mandalorian. All right. And there's a video out there. I'll, I'll play it while we're on the stream here. Hopefully nothing blows up. Oh, shit. That's going to blow stuff up. So I'm just going to pause that.
1: <laughs> well,
0: maybe I'll, I'll try to skip to some screens here so people can kind of see it.
1: Anyways, yeah, that's I've been like you can click through it and then that'll probably be good.
0: there is a a fairly legit looking gameplay demo of a game where Din dejar is the lead character, it's third person, looks like a third person action game. Uh, a lot of us were quick to be like, ah, it's probably just a mod of Battlefront 2 and this and that and the other thing. But here's the kicker. And here's where things get a little interesting the game whatever the fuck this is this demo is running on google ass stadia
1: yeah so google i was actually stadia gonna comment it, on that
0: is not a platform known to be wide open that people can just create mods for and run them on their platform uh, so yeah. nick that's why i'm thinking real not real fan made not it, it the fact that it was on stadia gives a little bit of weight to this potentially being some leaked code
1: yeah So I definitely think it's a, it's a leak of a legit game. That's being made stadia. Here's what I'll tell you about stadia. Stadia is an easy way for PC developers to play test their game off of a PC because stadia is essentially like a cloud. It's it's like, it's like PS now, if you know what PS now is like, it streams the game to whatever your, your device. So like, You plug it in and you're not, you don't actually have to have a physical disc. You don't even have to download the game. It pulls the game from the cloud servers and just streams it to you playing. So a lot of like PC developers will use Stadia to gameplay test. Um, What this looks like though, is if you've ever played any of the old Star Wars games that were like, Oh, Star Wars episode one, the video game. It looks like that because you can actually see on the title screen, like, Oh, we're on Chapter Four: The Escape. Which yeah, is it's probably- like you're
0: you're you're reliving the adventure, and, and exactly. Nick, we haven't had a game like this, I think, since Revenge In a of the long Sith. Time. Right? I I mean, was they they to say, just Revenge of the Sith. They just yeah. quit making fucking games based on movies, which I don't blame. Because I mean, Star Wars aside, video games based on movies usually suck, and movies based on games usually suck.
1: Exactly. Uh,
0: except Free Guy. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. the other kind of the other ammo I had for this, maybe being legit, is. It just—it did not look like a mod of BF two. The, the the animations were so different. I mean, at one point he shoots his his uh, grappling hook out and swings across, and that I know that's not an animation used in BF two because a lot of times, what mods are, you're you're just kind of reskinning shit. You're not changing the core code of the game so much. Uh, you're you're not modeling new animations for characters.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's hard to tell um usually too, your HUD would be the same as as your original game this HUD is a bit different um I mean it looks like a legit thing like I, I I do feel like this could be in development and I mean it's it's interesting to me it's intriguing because I think a game that's based around the Mando would be would be really fun But I I would hope that it deviates a little bit from the path that was already set forth in the show, you know?
0: Yeah, Uh, I guess I could take it either way because these days I kind of like dummy straightforward games. I mean, sometimes (laughs) open world is too open. And my, my OCD brain sometimes is like, I, I don't want to feel like if I walk down this path, I'm going to miss what's down there. And then I have to remember to come back and see what's down there. Sometimes I just like, hey, you're an idiot. Follow this linear path. We've got code walls in place so you can't veer off. But yeah. I think we, we've also heard rumors about an open world Mandalorian game.
1: Yeah, uh, this one looks very much on rails. Yeah, it's, like, it's old school. Like, yeah.
0: But it's Mando. I love Mando. It's been such a long time since I've played a game that essentially just recreates the adventure from a series or a movie. So there's a part of me that I think I would be up for just the the linear, straightforward, hey, I'm I'm reliving the adventures of Din as Din, but now I get to push the buttons and move them around.
1: Uh, yeah, but obviously an open world
0: an open world man, though, would be fucking tits too. So
1: what's, what's interesting is is if you look at this, all right. So, you know, we see chapter four, the escape, whatever. So this would have to be but if you look at it, he's got that spear on his back. Yeah, from, it's, it,
0: it makes no sense. Uh, I mean, it yeah, could be from season two. I mean, if it's if it's chapter four of the game, okay. But yeah. it must not have many chapters because this is essentially the finale of season two. So
1: exactly, yeah. You're 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 making your way through this fucking well, imperial there's, ship, there's, and we there's know definitely some
0: suspect shit to this as, as well. I mean, if you look at the the menu screen that Nick keeps talking about, I mean they typically pay artists that are working on video games usually can nail down a character and if you look at grogu his proportions are are wonky as fuck
1: yeah i I mean look how little his
0: body is compared to the head i mean come on
1: and like the thing is is like what we see from this is too far along to be alpha footage like alpha footage you wouldn't have load screens like this like this it's got polish
0: there's no fucking yeah this is this this, is definitely polish
1: if this is something that's in active development and we haven't heard about yet, then this has to be something that has been very well kept under wraps, you know? Because this game looks almost finished. This looks... I mean, obviously, we only see about four and a half minutes of... of I mean, bro, it, it here, had
0: but, voiceovers, it had menus, yep. it had music, it had sound effects. Oh, yeah. I mean, like,
1: this is a fully fleshed-out game, so... um, You know, I mean, we're... <laughs> the thing is, is like, there's no good time for an announcement at this point. In the year. No. like, you know, no, we, and, and, we and EA,
0: cast- EA is pretty much, they've came out and said, you're not going to get any fucking Star Wars anything until 2022, yeah. probably at, at, at celebration.
1: Yeah. And I mean, could the, Hey, could this be like a, a game from a different studio now that the exclusivity is coming to a close? Like, could this be a game that's an active development from whoever like a different studio that's not unaffiliated with with
0: ea i mean hell dude it could be a passion project from a crazy developer that's just used their time and their company's resources to make this shit on on oh yeah on the side i they act well they actually
1: do that because they have i remember i was like at one point um i had met the guys his name's travis baldry he used to work on diablo i think he worked on diablo 2 and then kind of split off and did his own thing and he made a game recently within the last five years called Rebel Galaxy and I remember him saying that yeah, I've actually, actually, I
0: actually, interviewed him at PAX a couple times he's a good dude Yeah,
1: I, I, had a, I, I interviewed him once at PAX South and then you know just kind of follow him on Twitter and stuff like that after that he is a nice guy but he mentioned that Rebel Galaxy they were essentially building it to be a pitch for a Star Wars game Yeah, And that they had like Millennium Falcon models built all this other shit that was essentially built to make this. Did you ever play that game? game? That game's actually pretty good. It's actually really, it's really fun. It's like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't like require a whole shitload of time from you or anything like that. You kind of pop in and pop out and play. But yeah, I mean, developers will do that. They literally make shit like this just to pitch to Lucasfilm Games. And then, if Lucasfilm Games says no, we're not interested, it, it just goes down the toilet. Or they they reskin it and they put it out as an original game.
0: Or they uh, or they leak it on YouTube to try and get yeah. the, the fans <laughs> riled up to get a fan movement going, like OnlyFans. That's true. It's very true. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, it, I think we've 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 analyzed it, and we've pretty much said that there, there there's almost no way this is just some fan thing that's been cooked up. I mean, there, there there's some yeah. thought and care put into this. Yeah. I um I hope it's real. I mean like, like I said, I'm I'm all for kind of a dumbed down, let's relive the experience Star Wars game cuz it's been hell, what? Almost 2 decades since we we've we've had one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's like you said the last one was the Episode 3 movie game which came out in 2005. So it's been a long time since we had just for, like a From very- what I
0: remember that one really wasn't even following the movie per se it's kind of like you know for the the phantom menace they're like oh fuck it we'll just make a game called kenobi and they they literally just just had a game set during phantom menace but you were just kenobi the whole time
1: they let you def they definitely let you stray off the path because i know that there was like an alternate ending that you could you could choose to do where anakin kills kenobi and then Palpatine kills Yoda and then Anakin's still full Anakin no missing limbs and he Hmm. at the end of the game you just become Darth Vader as that Anakin yeah so they they definitely kind of let you play around in the sandbox it is weird like to
0: think about it I mean if you if you've been a gamer since you can remember movie or TV show games used to be a yearly thing yeah, yeah, but they quietly like, just all disappeared, like in the in the later two, you know, two thousands before two thousand ten.
1: I, I think the one that really nuked it was they put out a fucking terrible Iron Man game for. The Wasn't Iron, there a like, really to, awful
0: Avatar game too?
1: I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. Like around that time is when like the real shitters started to come out, and then they just put the kibosh on the whole thing. They were like, "All right, we don't do these anymore."
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see it. I, some sort of adaptation of the Mandalorian and video game would be perfect. I mean, I know that you can, you know, drop them into like a Battlefront two game, but to actually have a Mandalorian game that that plays along with the storyline and stuff like that would yeah, be. I would,
0: I would take this. I would take
1: it. Yeah. So but good stuff.
0: Guess we won't find out until what spring of 2022. Is that when Celebration yeah, who f- is now? So
1: yes uh yes is it spring or is it summer I
0: th- well it was supposed to be summer before the oh, yeah, world yeah. ended and, and then i true. think they might have re rebooted it back to the spring i don't fucking know
1: we yeah, yeah. we we wrote about it a long time ago <laughs> but i when they first announced it, it, it so it is may 26th through yeah. the 29th all right of 2020 so yeah Right at the beginning of there you right go. around the beginning of
0: summer. Well, well, wow. um, fingers crossed.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: Cause like a uh, big <laughs> fucking deal. We're gonna get some Jedi Fallen Order sequels. Ooh, neat. Yeah. let yeah, I mean, swing lightsabers like broadswords. Cause that makes sense.
1: Ooh, but we still got some more video game news. for Yeah, you just after just quick stuff. Not piece. nothing really yeah, to.
0: Is, uh, I mean the 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 shit show that is Lego Star Wars a Skywalker <laughs> this, saga continues it, it's like come to on to be a
1: shit show yeah i mean now we we have another delay on the game the
0: the game Where is out what are we now, at delayed. now? Uh, was nick was this not supposed to release in 2019 oh man that's Tw- when it was an- I, I, it was announced <laughs> that I was believe. when it was announced
1: that was when it yeah but, that was when I it mean, was announced it. for like a holiday
0: release, right? Well, uh, the whole Skywalker saga, remember, coming to an end oh. in theaters, December nineteenth, twenty nineteen. 2019. Exactly. It, it's it, it was literally made for the Rise to, of Skywalker. It's called yeah, the Skywalker Saga, and it's so, it's still not coming out. It's going to be fucking yeah. three years.
1: Yeah, it's so it's spring twenty twenty two, and and basically, I think this is the fifth delay on this game. Oh or my the, god. It, it, or the fifth announced delay um because initi like this year it was supposed to release in like november december it was supposed to be a holiday this year for sure and then it got pushed back again um but along with the announcement of the delay there was a new trailer that dropped and i mean really there there's not anything yeah. mind blowing in this i mean it, it kind of it bounces through the three trilogies it shows you the different players that you'll be able to interact with and play as uh you have anakin skywalker you'll be able to play as luke skywalker it it, looks
0: it looks great but at at what point in fucking time did we start needing three well hell if you think about they're probably developing developing it before 2019 when did we get to the point where we need five years to make a lego star wars game
1: yeah i don't understand it man like i don't know if if they had like a plan set out to be like okay this is what we're gonna do we're gonna port over all of the other ones and just kind of like touch them up and then add on the surprise stuff later. Like, I don't oh, know. Oh, no, I think,
0: after. I think all this is brand new. Like, I don't think they're, they, they, they're bringing anything in from Lego star Wars one and three or, you know, Lego star Wars, yeah. Lego star Wars, the prequels. I think th- the game is built from the ground up. But yeah, yeah. still,
1: you, we're you talking have all these assets already. By the time like, it comes out,
0: a, 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 a general guess at its development time from me is probably four years or longer it's just like i mean when i was talking about mass effect they made mass effect 1 in 2007 and they got the sequel out by 2010 yeah that's a fucking game like the thing about all the logic in that game all the conversations all the different paths they got that shit done in three years we can't get a fucking lego star wars game done in probably four to five years
1: it's crazy i mean it's it's insane but you can go see the trailer uh, on StarWarsTime.net right now. Just just search it. Did Lego use Lego Star Wars Skywalker. It used saga. the
0: music from the Trosh trailer, so it did get me a little bit. I mean, but <laughs> like Favreau said, they cheated. They use. I mean, anytime you yeah, bust you out get, John's uh, uh, excellence on anything Star Wars, I mean, it could be like a, a stick figure drawing of Star Wars characters, and and people like yeah. me would we would react to that. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Emotionally.
1: You get that music in there, and then bingo, bango, here comes the. But tears. I, I just, but, I
0: don't know, man. It's weird. This is. Uh,
1: yeah, it's taking this long. It's like I'll play it when it comes out, of course, because Lego like, oh, Star Wars is mindless and fun and stuff like that. But it's like, holy fuck, man! Like, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll still get it.
0: I'm still gonna get it because it'll be it'll be fun to play. And at that point, maybe Charlie will want to uh, try out the gaming hobby. But it's just, I don't know. I, I've never seen a game which, on the surface, seems so simple. Uh, take so damn long no hey jedi sith lord 23 welcome to the party my friend long time listener long time listener. well yeah you should you should like yeah there you go long time first time (laughs) nick knows what i'm talking about uh anyone else that listens to talk shows do those people do you want to just reach through whatever device you're listening on and punch them in their faces i do (laughs) anytime yeah anyone any anytime someone calls up to stern i bet he he's probably like why did you just waste those 10 seconds long time first times like who gives a shit You're fucking (laughs) caller on a radio show but we're not saying that about you no we give a shit (laughs) Jedi Jedi Sith Sith Lord Lord. (laughs) we're just making we're we're, uh, making fun of people on the radio we love our fans yeah Uh, all right I'll take this one here this is just uh, more of a PSA I promised Nick I would not eat up time I can't play this game on shit that he thinks (laughs) is stupid uh, but just out of the blue, I don't know if anyone's been paying attention to this game, but uh, I, I might be the only one. But I have. But this Lego Star Wars Battle was literally canceled last month. Server shut down. Beta ran for two years. It's gone. And, and Lego Star Wars Battle is it's an RTS mobile game, uh, real time multiplayer it seems like it's going to have some light tower defense elements but you know you, you get characters you build them up you send them against another team and you, hopefully you win then out of the blue yesterday they're like oh yeah by the way it's coming to apple arcade soon i was like okay so me who was somewhat excited to try out another mobile star wars game because i still just place will go I was kind of, you know, all right, I'll give it a try. I have a free year of Apple Arcade through Verizon. I am an iOS user. So uh, I'll be checking this out. But it's more for those of you out there that may have had this game on your radar or you were playing it and the servers got shut down. Well, it's coming back, but it's only coming back to Apple Arcade, which is kind of a bummer for you Android people. But for those of you that hate mobile games and paywalls and whatnot, the one nice thing about Apple Arcade is that your monthly fee essentially allows for games to be fully unlocked and uh, playable once you download them. So there you go. Lego star Wars battle coming to Apple arcade soon. If you use the links in our post, you can kind of do that and remind me or notify me when it actually goes live, but there is a listing for it in the app store currently. Interesting. All right. Interesting. It's toy time, right. my friends. And we actually toy have some t- interesting ones this week. Still don't know if I'm going to uh, shell out some cash, but uh, we got some SH figure arts reveals last week in the form of Neo Boba Fett with the repaint. How'd he paint it? That guy. And (laughs) a uh, full Beskar Din Djarin with no helmet figure from figure arts. If you're familiar with figure arts, they're higher end um, Black Series figures. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so is
1: this like the 50th full Beskar Mando? 60th there you full Beskar Mando? Nick is, I
0: think Nick, even though he's a non-collector, is starting to get just how <laughs> fucking crazy shit has gone with the Mandalorian and how many of the same figure we can actually get. So yeah, Nick, this this would be their second release of the season two Mando, but this one has the correct thigh pad because for there some reason. Go. All of the original season two Mando's must have been going off of some old concept art because he still yeah. has an old thigh pad. So now that has, would, has given all these people the green light to do a, another version of essentially the same character, albeit with a different thigh pad. Uh, so. I, th- I think this one comes <laughs> with the spear and, of course, uh, Pedro's yeah. face. Yep. But yeah, it's getting ridiculous. I will say, yeah. though, the Neo Boba is definitely tickling my taint a little bit. Uh, it I think looks it's a, clean. Yeah, it looks exactly. Clean. The only thing say. that
1: looks wonky to me is that chain code edition. Like, do you think that looks a little, a little funky?
0: Yeah. Like the, the
1: way that it's like designed, it almost looks like there's like fire coming out from. Yeah.
0: I, I think, I think they were trying to go for the, the full effect as, as best yeah. they could, but yeah, trying to get that, those characters to suspend in midair i don't think they had a better option than just slap on a big thing of plastic and cut it up yeah
1: yeah but other than that i mean it looks clean
0: yeah i think the boba looks looks fresh as fuck and Mm -hmm. i'm really trying to stop collecting this scale just because how far off the deep end i've gone on on the hot toy side of things but i might have to throw the uh boba fett into the cart i don't even know if he's up for pre-order yet anyone in the in the stream chatting though if he's up for pre-order i haven't seen it at least Um, but they're out there i mean uh, like i said when i put this up there there was zero details uh typically figure arts to get them over here to the states uh, you're looking minimum 70 to 80 dollars i don't think either one of these are exclusive so you should be able to get them from most of those overseas retailers i mean uh, even bbts typically sells some figure arts but Amiami, Nin ninin game premium bandai uh kurama stuff like that so i I think i'm with trevor i might be going with this uh boba fett but uh, din 2.1.1.1 can go fuck himself at this (laughs) point in time you know what i mean
1: yeah i think yeah i think the the thigh pad is not reason enough to buy it it's ridiculous (laughs) yeah
0: that it's literally nick it's that and the spear i believe are the big differences maybe the baby in the bag but i mean who gives a shit
1: so insane but hey yeah you're right though the the boba looks clean, so all right trevor's
0: uh, saying one six years saying september 3rd we should maybe get some pre-order stuff for these um boba fett from mando and mando from mando figure arts figures nice and this just came out like last night or t- today nick and this may even interest <laughs> you but this, this set
1: is cool looking shit
0: <laughs> this set man you know my thoughts on the original ronin din di yeah. i was like fuck that I, I didn't like it it was you know he was in his brown armor It wasn't full beskar he looked kind of bulky uh, i i we're talking about the 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 movie realization line from uh tamashi or tamahashi nations uh the my show movie realization where they take star wars characters and and re-envision them as samurai or ronin they they look fantastic i mean these are like i said i can even see young nick potentially <laughs> wanting to set one of these up on a shelf. Cause they are, they're different. I,
1: I do like this man. Like I'm a big fan of, you know, uh, Eastern culture, Japanese culture in particular. And like to have a little Grogu with the top knot, I'm it's, like, wow. It's, okay. it's so great. <laughs> so
0: yeah. So I passed on the, the first Ronin Din. I just, I didn't like it. Like I said, he, he felt bulkier than usual. I have all the other ones, so you know I, I'm a legit collector of this line. But when I saw this new one, which is full Beskar Mando, with Grogu, as Nick said, I mean, Grogu is in his own little like samurai <laughs> robe and he's got a fucking hair bun. Like, that's yeah. it right there. And the best part is there's a fucking wooden stroller for for Din to push him in. I mean, this is One of the greatest reveals I have seen in 2021 for a Star Wars action figure. I mean, as the stream is blowing up right now, we are all in love with this new reveal from the movie realization line of full Beskar Din with his little homeboy in a wood, wood stroller pram complete with samurai bun, hair bun. I mean, look I mean, at this it's, guy.
1: Look at him. The, this one is far like I agree with you. This one, just in the den sculpt alone, is far better than the original release. And adding, I mean, like adding in the I would buy the Grogu by itself if that was an, an look option. At him. I mean, it's just so that, that's
0: what, on the live stream, I just have a huge picture of this warrior Grogu where he, you know, he's got an arm up. It's almost like he's doing a force choke. I mean, some could say he's reaching out lovingly, but I'm gonna go with the dark side take. It's like he's like, hey, are you looking at me funny? I'm going to snap your trachea. But I, mm. he looks perfect as a little. I mean, what is he? A little ronin, too? Can you have two ronins? I thought ronin are only one. Or I like, mean, is it, I
1: guess well, I, if it was like their. Well, no, I, I think in this case it would count because their entire, their entire. Well, a lot tribe, of people, a, of a lot of people in the community
0: are calling better. it the uh, lone wolf and cub set.
1: So, okay, yeah, I buy that too. You know what would have uh, been even like just a little little bit of extra would just to give him like a tiny katana like right on his hip yeah something. just a tiny tiny sword or, or you know so like some perfect. little
0: little chopsticks and a fly you know because he always uh, likes yeah, to yeah, eat no. shit or like a frog uh-huh. or something
1: yep yep but that uh, uh, been it, it. <laughs> as you can see
0: nick in in the live stream comments everyone else is is kind of uh, with us on this one i mean this is a yeah. this is going to be a must buy for me and, and kind of like the those figure arts figures there's really nothing at this point in time uh when we get details uh, i'm sure we we'll either blow it up on instagram or we'll talk about it on the show uh, but after skipping uh brown armor den poopy den i am definitely fully behind this new uh new set featuring ronin full beskar den and grogu with Man bun, yeah, fantastic. I,
1: I support your purchase of this because Thank Thank <laughs> it's, a, it's a good. One. I've actually um, been
0: really good at not buying toy. I don't think that's I've, what I've I was made gonna a, a pre order or a buy in over a month. It's just even the stuff I was talking about, like the you know the Mando Luke and some of that. I, I haven't even touched that. It's just I'm not saying I'm the hobby is fully dead on me, but I just. These days, even if I get free time, my, my mind goes, "Ah, maybe I'll play Mass Effect 2, a game from eleven years ago, versus set, you know, getting my mind ready to go do a toy shoot. Hey, and man. yes, if you're watching on camera, I was just scratching my ass crack. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, that's all for the for the toys and the topics for today, So that's gonna roll us right into our fan segment for this week that's right and
0: we got question of the week back before we get into week. this nick i do want to talk about something real quick okay because last week i, I kind of fucked this up friends autumn is in the air pumpkins are in the patch and our friends at manscape are here to make sure you don't carve your pants pumpkins when you're grooming if you know what i'm saying Make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming in their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join the 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWTS. All right, you've You've heard Nick and I talking about this performance package all summer long. We're huge fans of it. We're supporters of it, and we are regular users of it. My favorite is the bald deodorant. That's something I just lathered on my sack before the show today. And in fact, if I waft right here, see me wafting on camera, I get a very pleasant smell, thanks to that bald deodorant. But I also credit that pleasant smell to the fact that I'm keeping my weeds whacked down there. So when it gets hot and steamy in the crotch, it's not festering like a swamp, right? And, and we do that by using the new lawn mower 4.0 trimmer. Now, how's your how's your trimming been going? Did Did you take oh, it man. to Denver and trim?
1: I did not, but I did a I did a very close shave pre sh- pre trip. So. It it lasted me. I did take some of my grooming supplies, though. I did take my my ball deodorant. What is it called? The crop uh, preserver? No, I really think yeah, one. The, is,
0: there is the ball deodorant, which is what you the cream, and then the reviver yeah. is the spray. I the believe. reviver is the spray. <laughs> so I
1: took the I took the actual cream with me just to stay fresh because we we're gonna go on hikes oh, and yeah. stuff you, like that. And it's anti chafing. You know,
0: it, it's yeah. kind of like putting some uh, WD forty on your balls.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, a little to, to a certain degree. Yeah, I had the Manscaped underwear with me. So I was I was whipping those uh, during one of our hikes and they were super comfortable. They did are not great. get any sort of chafing. And uh, yeah, those were the two. I, like I still maintain. I know that Manscaped is all about the below the waist grooming. Just give me a, a stick deodorant. And then that way, my whole yeah, you'll be is, fully is, covered
0: in the in the Manscaped scent. I'm with you, but okay. hey, people, it's time to bundle up with Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 because inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant. That's what we were just talking about. The crop reviver toner, that's the spray. And of course, the performance boxer briefs like Nick just mentioned. And don't forget, you even get a travel bag to hold all these goodies in. All right. So the the performance package 4.0 includes the lawnmower, it includes the weed whacker and all of those ball treating goods that we just discussed. All right. And don't forget the free pa- the free gifts if you decide to pick up the Performance Package 4.0 in the form of the boxers and the travel bag. All right, so remember, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SWTS at manscaped.com. Make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And so will we uh, just to kind of give you guys a little peek behind the curtain, we are on thin ice. So if anyone <laughs> needs to uh, reload their Manscaped products, even if it's ball wipes, the preserver, the toner, we could really use your support in September. Uh, without saying it, let's just say if we don't do well this month, we are done with Manscaped, which will probably be good for those of you that don't like listening to the ads. <laughs> But if you do like us and you like the fact that we are sponsored, uh, we could really use SWTS Nation to get out there and and make a few buys using SWTS at Manscaped.com. And besides, you also get free shipping.
1: So there you go. Free shipping. Worldwide. That means you guys down in the... In the fake land of Australia, yep. The semi fake land Singapore, of New Zealand, I think, was on there. Now, Singapore I don't think our friends in
0: Philippines now. can do it, but uh, who knows? I know that Give it a try. Maybe give it a try.
1: Maybe they'll expand over to it, and especially for those UK fans. I feel like we're more popular in the UK yeah. than anywhere else. Maybe we just needed to move to the UK. <laughs> And just set up home base there.
0: Yeah, hey, hey, Jared, yeah, definitely get on the bald deodorant. Like, this is no joke. This is this is Matt telling you it is one of the no, no, greatest things I've added to my male grooming routine.
1: It's uh, actually it's super legit. And like we I use it all the time. Yeah, I think Matt this, and I have this, both said it. it. Like you know where my hand's at right now, okay? You see what's happening? <laughs> all right. Oh god. We're gonna fresh, get <laughs> Fresh. fresh.
0: Fresh. Fresh. That's all I can say.
1: There you go. None of that. None no, of that for But it's, no, it's actually, it's actually really good stuff. Like uh, I'm very impressed with all their products.
0: Yeah, no joke there. Not, not we're not just we're not chills. We definitely believe in the products. I actually need to. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to reorder some of the body wash. I've I've used almost my whole.
1: So the good thing jar. was is that like I before they sent us body wash, I actually bought body wash from them. So oh, I, there oh, you go. I you were already a second bottle. Yeah. I was it's already like, in. I
0: am the president of the fan club, but I'm also <laughs> a, yeah. a customer.
1: Yeah. But uh, right. yeah. So it's good stuff. Support SWTS at check out
0: pretty pleased but hey now it's time for your segment fans you know we asked you for a little help now it's time to honor you for said help uh this week the fan question of the week did return be uh bu- 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 mm-hmm. i sound like porky the pig nick I, I don't know i mean i don't expect you to listen there watch full shows that you're not a part of but did you happen to hear that we have a fan that wants to do a giveaway with us and they're going to provide Three unopened vintage collection Mandalorian figures for us to give away on our platforms. I don't know if you. Uh, I mean, of course, I could have so just, just told you just, this <laughs> in our Slack, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no. I watched uh, so far. Like I've watched the beginning of the. I watched the first twenty minutes of the right. the uh, interview with Jax.
0: Trust me, I don't, so I I don't no blame you. But it. but here here's kind of the cliffs notes. This this awesome dude, fellow Pittsburgher. I mean, I don't really I don't know him outside of the show and IG, but he, but he just hit us up. He's like, hey, I like you guys. I I want all these fucking figures. I don't want to be a, a gluttonous collector. I want to give back. I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking great. And he wants us to do it. So uh, we were kind of spitballing last week on the best way to do this. I, I obviously want to do the final drawing or the the selection on the show itself during the fan segment. But what I need you for and to kind of to take the lead on is, is how do we generate entries that are going to benefit the show? I mean, let's be real. We, we want to do giveaways to draw more eyes to YouTube in particular for the streams. Uh, and Instagram, even though we we typically have good growth on there, anyways, but we got to think of a, a fun way, not just random drawings, because I think work more or less has a point where we should almost mm-hmm. create a challenge, a That's Star Wars art challenge, right? Where you know we create yeah. a hashtag in addition to our our usual one for this giveaway. Uh, you let it go for a, a certain amount of weeks, right? Yeah, and then on the show, I'm thinking maybe you and I kind of. Pick our top five or whatever, and then maybe uh, do an online poll for those that want to watch or tune in to to choose the ultimate winner. E- either way, I, all I know is at the end Ooh. I want to do the giveaway on the stream itself. Yeah, Getting so we gonna... I'm gonna leave <laughs> that up to you to fill in those gaps. Yeah, I don't know if we
1: leave it up to the to the audience for the ultimate giveaway. Okay, I, uh, but I do like the idea of an art challenge. Um, because that is what you know a lot and and hey look if if we do an art challenge if that's what we settle on and you're not an artist here's what i i recommend you know and maybe we you know we kind of rethink it to where it's not completely our focus but you don't have it doesn't just enter put anything in there because it doesn't have to be good for us to choose it. It just has to be something that that attracts us that we think is funny, that we think is cool, yeah, or something like that. Right. Like you don't have to be like super scoundrel and fucking make a yeah, you're beautiful right. piece of
0: vector right. art. Or, or do like, you know, a, a Sir dork toy shot. So maybe yeah. that's maybe it's more like use use whatever medium, whatever way you want to kinda explain why uh, you love Star Wars, right? Or uh, we could get super narcissistic. Why you love the Star Wars time show.
1: <laughs> I, that, I was kind of, I was, I was leaning towards like, oh, maybe we do something to where it's like, get creative to describe yeah, a funny there, moment from the Star Wars
0: time show. Yeah. You like, could either, you could either make art of it, a toy scene or do like yeah. a, you know, like your own video talking about it. Something like that. I yeah. 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 Anything like
1: that. I think that would be fun. Is like, tell us right. in your own way, whether it be through art, through a video, through a picture or whatever, one of your favorite moments from the Star Wars okay. time show. I think that's what we'll go with. All
0: right. I, I, I like that. We'll, um, we'll try to flesh it out a bit more offline. We'll, we'll take it to yeah. the parking lot, as they say in corporate America.
1: Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah,
0: it, it's – I mean, let's be real. Full disclosure, I wanted to get more eyes on the show. So there's there's got to be a way to loop people in. You know, we we may have to start on Instagram, but like, hey, if you want to get involved, tag two friends and leave a comment. So yeah. it kind of drives the algo on Instagram to get the word out to more people. But ultimately, the winner will be chosen on the show based on a submission of some sort. And, yeah. I, and I think Nick's right. I think it should be kind of around your fandom for the show and, and how you want to express it. And if it's in a negative way, you could do that, too. I mean, you could take a picture of me and light it on fire and say, that's my favorite part of the show when Matt dies. That would be completely <laughs>
1: acceptable, and it might see, be a winner. Print up our logo and just <laughs> just show a, a stream of urine hitting it or something. All right. Okay, <laughs> so to
0: we'll try to—yeah, there you go, Bat. That that works. We'll try to get something a little more official together in between now and next show. <laughs> The main details are more than likely going to be going out on Instagram because that is our largest platform. Yeah. That's where we get our biggest reach. And I'm thinking there, that's where we kind of set up the contest, what you need to do, what hashtags you need to use, and how many you know tags you need to, to do within the comments section just to juice the algo. Then from there, we'll let it go a few weeks, and then we'll, we'll um, have a whole segment dedicated to it on the stream uh, this fall. I think it could be, could be fun.
1: Yeah, that could be. Fun. So yeah, we'll we'll whip something up around that. And
0: then then down uh, the road, I might just do a a generic giveaway like a let's just get followers giveaway for my my Jackson, which I was like, why the fuck did I buy this again? I haven't taken it out of the box. Not gonna take it out of the box. So this guy is definitely going up for a a giveaway in the future. Because it does seem at this point we're gonna have to start doing some of the thumb up the butt gimmick shit to to get more people to check out the show, which is fine. we're hell Nick, we're gonna be three years old in November already, so we've gotten stale uh, <laughs> we've gotten stale and and the numbers have uh, proven it, but that that's uh kind of what we're planning for our first official giveaway, all right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we have, uh, we've thought about Twitch, but really the way to get shit streaming to multiple platforms, it's too big of a pain in the ass. So uh, we've kind of backed off on that, right? Didn't you, you looked yeah. into Twitch, Nick, didn't you?
1: I mean, I, I there is like a, there's like a plugin that you can use for OBS that allows you to stream to multiple different sources. Right. Um, but I don't know, since you run the stream through your, your PC, I remember it, not, or it was your, like your Mac.
0: Yeah, it was either either like the fucking plugins weren't supported for Mac, they were outdated, or you you know, you had to do like the the head tapping and tummy rubbing in a circle to get it to work. And I was just like, Yeah, you know, for how small of a show we are, I, I just like
1: Yeah. How I much will bending say what
0: backwards do I have to do to try to get yeah. people to watch.
1: I will say that if we did stream on Twitch and that if all of our viewers, current viewers now, just watched us on Twitch we would be able to hit affiliate pretty easily and that would give us a subscribe button where people could choose to give us money if they wanted to uh yeah. but then we would have to kill the streams on cuz wouldn't be
0: it's a something that, you know maybe, <laughs> maybe if down i down the road if i feel like it one days because you know the kid is back in kindergarten at least till i'm thinking yeah. it gets shut I down i mean we
1: have we have a twitch channel yes. because i've already made that so We've we've been uh, so we've been thinking about it. Yeah, it's 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 come it. up in conversation before. So this is not definitely not the first time that. that.
0: And yes, bat. We understand there's probably not a lot of three point seven five collectors out there, but a giveaway is a giveaway. All right. So.
1: Hey bud, <laughs> you don't have it's to. You don't,
0: you don't have to enter if you do not if you're it's offended free. by that scale. Um. Uh, I mean, honestly, something that would make my life a lot easier. I I, I should just start wheeling all of this shit on my table in front of the camera and be like give away, giveaway 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 if you get a thousand people to sub to youtube i'll give you my din Dejar hot toys yeah. if you get another thousand you can have the heavy hot toys there you go uh, that that's <laughs> when i'll start giving away big shit like if you if people can promise me thousands of subs for that type of prize we'll talk all right
1: <laughs> there we go
0: <laughs> there we uh, go all right Okay, so let's get, let's actually right. get in this fan segment. Let's get the fuck out of here. We, we did uh, bring back the fan question of the week. Let me switch to the right screen, and then we're off to the races. So this week, the question prompt was, what was your favorite moment or reveal from the BTS episode about bringing Luke Skywalker to Mando? And, you know, we, we didn't get a ton, but we got some very thoughtful responses from a few of you. Um, yeah
1: first one was a very thoughtful response from connor tierney
0: yeah so i'll i'll take this long one nick and then you you can peel through the rest i'll take the
1: the rest all
0: right so this comes from connor mr press pause fan of the show and we are a fan of his work so here we go it was a small thing but there was a shot of mark as luke holding grogu then looking over his shoulder as r2 rolls in there was something about that moment that got to me The looks of of familiarly on Luke's face, the nonchalantness of it all was so heartwarming. Luke looked over as if to say, well, about time you rolled up, like they were old buddies. Such a small gesture. That's something that Frank Oz used to say about Mark. We believe all this crazy stuff is real because Mark believes it. Seeing that BTS made it feel like these guys caught lightning in a bottle. Like this special moment was almost too perfect, as if by accident. That's what makes it so special. To see these people who clearly care so deeply about Star Wars put so much into that moment. And what a special thing it is. As an aside, I would 100% watch that episode with the non d aged Luke. Don't even have to add the effects. Just throw the green screen mark in there. He looked great in those robes. He did. He looked real good. So there you Um,
1: go. Yeah, I I feel like Star Wars in general is just like a lightning in a bottle kind of situation. You know, if you didn't have those actors at that time and everything else that, that went into it, then Star Wars could literally be like a footnote in uh in you know a 1977 movie release oh, I,
0: I mean i still contend to this day if you don't have john williams it's a footnote actors yep. or not i really think uh the first one in particular i mean his music in that blah, right when the the, <laughs> the, the the logo comes at you i mean that's sucks people in right from the get-go all right you 100%. got the rest man
1: all right real rio rex says two things first he says seeing Filoni and Favreau talk about how much they love Star Wars as us fans do and how they appreciate the respect Star Wars lore and fans deserve when making new Star Wars content. And then he says, also hearing Favreau talk about seeing R2 on set as I was being tough until that moment in the finale. But when I heard the beeps, I lost it. It happens, man. That's the little robots bring out those emotions. Um, that TBS. Glob of grease, data.
0: right? Was C three PO calm? Oh, uh, of bucket of bolts. <laughs> bucket of bolts. Of bolts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> TBS Data Vault says the re-speech effect to recreate Hamill himself's vocal patterns and speech was mind blowing. I thought they just cleaned up his vocal recording. I actually did too, because I think when we talked about the the finale during the like the episode where it actually aired uh i was like wow they they actually cleaned his speech up really well and i was mm-hmm. unsure if they had like i thought they like put it through like a like a mixer of some sort no but they used the machines
0: know. bro fucking yeah, skynet yeah. did this one i mean yeah, essentially they, they, skynet should have been credited for luke skywalker they, in the mandalorian
1: pretty much done by t1000 <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, who's next uh, 2797 studio himself. says he says the whole thing in my humble opinion, it was a love letter to the character of Luke and the actor and Mark. I've always been a Luke guy and I was in tears by the end seeing him with Grogu and hearing how far they went to keep it a secret. Loved the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, to me, this was, this was even more of a love letter to Mark than it was to Luke because we know now watching it, we know they could have done that whole fucking thing without him being there. The fact that they went to the lengths that they did to get him on set and to have his input yeah. and have him there, like that just goes to show you that it's not necessarily about Luke. It's about Mark and, wh- and who he is to us and who he is to yeah, John and Dave. Didn't and you feel
0: like they kind of looked at him as like the godfather? Like they had to go to him yeah. and be like, hey, godfather, like we want to use Luke. What do you say?
1: And the funny and thing is, is,
0: yeah, no, go ahead. He's like, oh, yes, you will have a masculine child, stuff like that. But <laughs> yeah, no. It was, it's almost like he is a, it's even beyond royalty. It's like he's at Lucas's level, right? In terms yeah, of the yeah. respect and the care that they approached him with about this, uh, this role in Mando.
1: Absolutely. I mean, they basically said like, oh, yeah, we went to his house. And we pitched it to him and we were nervous because if he said no, then we weren't going to do it. Right. And that's the level that it was at because they knew they could do it without him. And, but they were still like, if he says no, we can't do it. I mean, and that's pretty powerful, you know, to, to, to do that. So, uh, good stuff. Next up is brown bottle. <laughs> you know what that means? Everybody, you know, what comes in a brown bottle and makes you sick. Uh... <laughs> It's the alcohol. Uh, that's it. a good name. Though. I love it. Uh, honestly, the most shocking <laughs> reveal for me was seeing Dave Filoni without his hat on. Uh, Who knew he had such
0: luscious like curly the, hair? I like this one.
1: I mean, honestly, that was good. Because when's uh, the last time you saw Dave without a cowboy hat? You know, or just a was, hat in general? Different... Like he is. He's yeah. kind of like me. He wears but a I, cap. Yeah. I need
0: to wear hats. Nick needs to wear hats. We're fucking bald. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're. Uh, uh Mr. Shits here is, is 100% on. I mean, Dave, uh, you know, I don't like call it the pandemic curls or whatever, but he really does have quite a head of hair, and he, he let that yeah. thing grow when he was locked up. Oh, he did. So
1: that was the end of the question week. One thing I want to add in, because I forgot to add this in, just in the bullshit segment, but uh, so Taylor right now is in Italy visiting her parents, and she's in Lake Como. She's at Lake Como in oh, Italy. Oh, dude, did she just...
0: Make it before they reband us from going to Europe.
1: She left on Saturday.
0: Oh okay, yeah, then she so, did because I believe it was maybe yesterday or Monday. EU the, the EU ban. just said, "Yeah, fuck you, Sorry. dirtbags! You're not allowed back over yeah. here anymore."
1: They flagged us. So, but what's significant about Lake Como is is Lake Como is where the uh, sand. Exactly, the sand scene was like that big palace, like that palace it's that uh, was on the roof. Yeah, that is that is at Lake Como. And she went to like a gift shop that they have there and they have all the Star Wars merch. And one picture she <laughs> sent me was the marriage scene between Anakin <laughs> and, and, uh, and Padme. Do so, they,
0: did you she, ask her, do they, do they do any like tourist shit for that for Star Wars fans there still or no? I don't
1: think they do tours, but they do have like a plaque for the particular location like so like you, you, yeah
0: you, you could probably find the site there be like hey i want to i want to find the attack of the clones locations and they probably have them marked and you could go to it right
1: yeah so she was like i think she she like took a picture of the building and like um uh, like went to the gift shop and stuff yep. like that and they like talked that's to about the old uh
0: Nibiri family ho- or summer home location right
1: yeah yep yeah, exactly so padme's family's I, I thought, joint I thought that that was cool. You you guys might like that. That that my uh, girlfriend is literally at the uh, the Padme. Amidala I just like that she's
0: trolling treatment. you over. I know. The, the funny clients. thing is
1: is like she's like this is so this is what she said to me. She says. Um, I've been to more Star Wars filming locations than you. How does that feel? You're basically a fake fan.
0: Ah, <laughs> this. A- See, a lot of, you know, these people, they don't know Taylor. I and mean, Taylor could <laughs> kick Nick's ass physically and yeah. now mentally. So I like it's-
1: it. <laughs> so we went back and forth. And I told her, she hasn't seen the prequels. Because, like, we watched the OT and then we watched the, we watched the, uh, the sequels. And I told her, I was like, you don't even know what movie that's from.
0: Right. And, and she's like, I do too. This well, is where
1: Anakin s- got married. <laughs> you should
0: sell it. You'd be like, hey, it's the best. I'll tell you what, yeah, I just like, watched AOTC. I think, yeah, I was talking to Jason about last week. Um, You know, whatever. I was probably drinking on a Saturday night. We're bringing out the big screen. I'm like, Attack of the Clones! For some reason, when I you know have some beers, I get very Star Wars nostalgic. And I... This summer in particular, I've really wanted to just watch Star Wars movies on the weekends. Uh, but this, I kind of had a little, little bit of a push to watch it again, thanks to the end of Bad Batch and the, and the destruction of Kamino and all the stuff we learned about Kamino from that series. And I'm not gonna lie, Nick, when when Kenobi got to Kamino, it did have a whole new feel because you're thinking like, Omega's there, Nala Sees is probably hanging out with Omega. I wonder if Omega and Boba ever crossed paths and didn't know that they were the same clone. Um, and then the rest of the movie plays out and you're like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? But <laughs> it, it does. I mean, kind of even like revenge of the Sith and prequels in general for me with time and with cartoons, all things can be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, in the oh, end, yes. I'm st- I'm really starting to kind of like Attack of the Clones as a fun, silly Star Wars movie. It's I was just gonna say, like you have to—it's the visuals, it you know. That. Yeah, you got some great visuals, and you got some silliness, and it's just like, all right, it's you know, it's it's just a very different type of film, and the acting's not great at all. But I don't know, it's it's growing on me. It really is good old AOTC. All right, dude, let's get into the fan segment so we can get. I mean the top 5 so we can shut things down here. Uh just real quick, if you are new to the show or new to this segment every week, Nick chooses five Star Wars artists to feature on the live stream and he pulls them from a pool of content that I curate throughout the week on Instagram. So if you want to get involved, follow Star Wars Time Show on Instagram. Tag us in all of your Star Wars content, art or not art. You never know what's going to kind of pique our interest or my eye. And then use hashtag Star Wars Time Show. So throughout the week, I'll be featuring stuff on the account. And then on Monday, Nick picks his favorite five and lays them down for the live stream. And that is what we're going to talk about right now. So we're talking about the top five Star Wars Featured Artists of the Week, 823 to 830. Nick, let's do it.
1: All right, first up is somebody that I mentioned earlier in the show, speaking of his artistry prowess. This is at super underscore scoundrel. Devin, our good friend, makes it again. And with this shot here, so Matt, I I don't know if he was just like, if this is like a Din reskin or a Din recolor, but what we have is like a fully black armored Mandalorian. And it just looks so cool because it's like you're so used to seeing mandalorians with like you know with different colored armor and stuff like that
0: right yeah here's my take i i don't think it's din i think it's just a mando but the the helmet nick to me is inspired from the the mandalorians that teamed up with the imperials like uh gar saxon's faction yeah like the 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 Imperial commandos commandos, i think is what they call them uh, but I, to me, what what kind of stands out as being wildly different is the pistol. Because I mean, it looks yeah, like a straight gun. up gun from all yeah. Auto it World. looks like a real gun. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not well versed in in handguns. I mean, it looks kind of looks like a 45, maybe. I don't know. Like I mean, what what are you looking at here? Those people that are into guns and all the models. I just have a Sig. I know it shoots bullets and can kill people. I don't really know all the models and what they look like, but. I just dig seeing a normal handgun in the hands of a Mandalorian. It just yeah. it looks natural. It's it just
1: like this. It feels grittier. Yeah, you know, like, like, like it they're, they're even like,
0: more badass by by wielding a real life earthly handgun.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's pretty. I just thought it was a really fucking cool concept that that Devin came up with, like taking these characters that were already badass. Doing like a full almost like a full matte black kind of paint over on it and then giving him that like you said that more realistic type of pistol. Yeah, that pistol just looks uh,
0: mean you know it just looks like if we don't need fucking laser bolts i'm gonna put slugs through your head
1: yeah like, i mean like, it was like fucking
0: execution style like you know mafia execution <laughs> on your knees back yeah. of the skull tap tap uh, okay. yeah i'm with you there jedi sith lord i forgot about that this is definitely reminiscent of Oh, yeah. uh, what, what Boba did in War of the Bounty Hunters to disguise who he was to uh, try and get Han Solo fixing carbonite when he repainted his armor all matte black. And I think he showed us in that comic, and now Super Scoundrel is showing us here, Mando's in all black look fucking fantastic.
1: Indeed, they do. Yeah. At super mm-hmm. underscore Yeah, scoundrel. he's at Galaxy's
0: Edge right now. He told me, he's like, oh, I'm not going to be there. Go. I'm at Galaxy's Edge, which looks fucking dead, by the way. Is that the case? Anybody? Yeah, I mean...
1: I guess prob- Nick will find out
0: in a couple months.
1: Yeah, cuz I'll be there in November. Um right now I think that the the way that you have to do it is you have to book your parks on specific like on specific days. So previously I mean, you know anybody who's gone to Disney knows that you Well, can just he's go to also going to it.
0: um he's going to the California one, so it's going to have okay. probably even more restrictions than
1: than Florida for sure, the, yeah. The
0: cesspool down there,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, it is like that would help. They're basically doing that to help control the population in the park, and when it reaches a certain point, you can no longer pull the, to get into. I just, I,
0: I, you know, I'm on Instagram going through stories, and he threw up some videos of right when he got in there. I mean, it just it looked empty, which is fucking fantastic. I mean, that that who yeah who would not want to go to a Star Wars park with? limited amounts of people. It's, it's yeah, great.
1: Nobody else there. Yeah. Humans please me. Suck. sign me up. Humans yeah. suck.
0: Humans suck. Say it with me. Humans suck. Humans suck. All <laughs> right. Up next.
1: <laughs> All right. Up next is KC Whitey Toys. KC dot W-H-I-T-E-E-E Toys. What are you and calling them a
0: whitey? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you just
1: said? Whitey. Whitey <laughs> Toys. <laughs> um, so what we got here is. <laughs> it's a fun uh, shot. It's a fun shot. Yeah. Exactly. It's a fun shot. We have a We have a first order trooper on a dirt bike, zooming away from an explosion in the background that has clearly uh, blown up one of his comrades. (laughs) Um, But it was actually when I saw this, I was like, oh, man, it's a cool Sir Dork shot. And I opened it up and it wasn't Sir Dork. And I was like, damn, this is pretty fun. So, yeah, it's just like first order trooper on on a dirt bike, doing a wheelie, riding away, from an explosion in the background that caught his his uh, comrade in, yeah, it's, the, in the line of fire.
0: I don't know what it is, but <clears throat> whenever you incorporate real life objects sometimes into the toy photography, just it can really make the shot. And that's the case here with Casey Whitey toy shot. It just the way he got the dirt bike to pop the wheelie while the figure's balancing. The figure's got his gun up. He's only he's only holding on to the bike with one hand. it, it gives it a very Natural looking pose. So obviously, there is a story being told. The characters feel alive. And even though a dirt bike in Star Wars makes zero sense, it makes sense in this shot, which means it was a well executed shot. Exactly. Uh, so I always like Star Wars humor. I always like humorous setups like this. Uh, but as someone that has f- farted around in this hobby, I also appreciate when a setup. Is, is executed well. And, and getting any of these little dickheads to balance on any other little piece of plastic is a feat in and of itself. So kudos to KC Whitey Toys here.
1: There we go. At KC, the letter K, the letter C dot W H I T E E E T O Y S on Instagram. Very fun setup there, my friend. Well done um next up this is a very fitting image for the episode that we're on this is Nick, a, i'll tell image. you
0: before you get into this we got a lot as the community does anytime yeah. they learn something new from new star wars they jump on it because we got a lot of similar shots to this that you're about to introduce
1: there we go and this one here is from betty Ioni underscore sw and as matt was saying this is a new thing so what we see is plo Koon holding little baby grogu yep. just like uh luke did in the finale episode of season two of the mandalorian <laughs> you even have r4 there in the background the, <laughs> i like that addition to it the r4 unit in the background um but
0: this is what could I have think happened that's, i mean this not was... to be a complete nerd but i think that's r5 r5 oh <laughs> yeah <thanks. laughs> I think on it's such R-Pi. a tool, I am a tool. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah,
1: I mean, right. there it there there,
0: there was a lot of people in the community last week, and uh, there might even popping up this week that that latched on to Plo Koon was the place the placeholder for Luke and Mando, and I mean, we even had I think it's BAC Customs even made a custom Plo Koon based on the concept art that was shown in that uh behind the scenes documentary already like uh, it's already out they already got the pictures out there i believe we shared it so as always the community here the star wars artist community they never rest and and they turn around shit the moment that they learn something new or the moment they see a new cool scene if it is at one of the live action shows and that's no different with at betty Ioni underscore sw did here with this plow shot
1: uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful stuff. I I love the the lighting she got. It it, it just feels like a vibrant a vibrant colorful shot. So uh, beautiful work at Betty Io underscore SW. Next up, we have at Mister Jedi, and this is a completely different direction from the last one. This is a a a wartime buddy shot. If you've ever seen one, so this is there's two roasted stormtroopers, one stormtrooper, one scout trooper and the stormtrooper is attempting to sling the scout trooper over his back and walk him off of this smoldering battlefield. Um, this is, yeah, I mean, again, like this is one of those like wartime shots that really, it shows you a side of Star Wars war, like the war part of Star Wars that you never really got to see in the actual film. The only time, you got to see it was uh, like in some select scenes from animated and in, in the very brief scenes from Solo where you saw the uh, the battles going down. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, because, really you know, Stormtrooper, they were just cannon fodder, right? I mean, exactly. the, the rebels killed millions of them on the Death Star, so they're expendable. But, uh, you know, in in the the, the artist community, they, they have humanized the bucket heads. And, and that's what Mr. Jedi is doing here. I mean, they may be assholes that, that were either conscripted or, or willingly joined the Empire as we're learning, but they have feelings too. They have emotions. Yeah. These, these could have been, um, you know, what, what the fuck, the uh, boot camp buddies, right? You know, one went into the scout trooper division after boot camp, the other one into the ground forces of the, of the stormtroopers, and they are in the battle together, and homeboy got taken out, so the stormtrooper is wheeling his friend off on his back. Yeah, uh, no, that's, but it, it's another one. Like I said, anytime you get these these little cocksuckers to behave for you and and actually balance other cocksuckers on them and they still stay standing upright. I mean, I don't know if there was uh, poles being used or whatnot. That is oh, oh That's an accomplishment right there. And yeah, I also think Mr. Jedi has has taken off a. Uh, a lot of time from the hobby and this was kind of their return. So it was good to see them back on the platform and remembering to tag us so we could see their return to the platform.
1: There you go. Thank you for tagging us. Amazing shot at Mr. Jedi. Good comeback. Um, And then the last one in the top five this week is a really cool scene recreation from at Mr. Stormtrooper Davis. Uh, from ROTJ, so we see the whole crew, the whole ROTJ crew. They're on Endor. You can see even see Chewbacca there in the background. So you have Han, Luke, Leia, R two. Oh shit! C2. I just I just now
0: noticed Chewbacca when you pointed that out.
1: I was gonna say it's so he's so hidden there in the back that it's hard to see, but he is there behind that tree stump. And they're they're ducking
0: behind some of the trees
1: and they're. You know, they're scouting doing, out they're, the Yeah, they're doing some
0: recon, right? I mean, it's, yep. this could have been before, you know, Han did his big, I got this move and steps on a twig and fucks everything up, right? Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, so I, I just thought it was a really well-done scene recreation. I love the, the atmospheric effects that he put in to kind of, like, match that, that, like, oh, kind of great. humid, feeling. I mean, this is
0: as, as, like, a natural toy photography shot as it gets. I mean, out in the woods... Uh, looks like used natural light, maybe maybe corrected it a bit in post, uh, but for the most part, I know Mr. Stormtrooper Davis usually does full-on BTSs or videos, so I'm sure we can figure this out, but it looks like this is all, all practical, all outdoors, probably tweaked C-3PO's lights in post, uh, but that's about it. I, I just like the scene. I have this set of figures. They've been sitting in a drawer since last year, so I don't know if I'll ever shoot them, but um people like at mr stormtrooper davis have used them wisely in shots like this yeah. it's a perfect shot for the return of the jedi kitted rebels i'm talking about luke Leia, and han they've all got their uh the twins got their ponchos on han's got his duster it's just good i mean it's just a, a good looking shot like almost movie still type of shot
1: yeah yeah and then he does have a, a bts on his feed too. If you look at the shot, like the post that he put up right after the shot, it is it's like he's it, it's real ass wood from what I can tell. And it's just natural light, him out there with his camera snapping the shot. So I mean it's just a beautiful job by uh, at Mr. Stormtrooper Davis. Well done. And there it is, everybody. That's the end of the top five for this week. And that's the end of our show for this week.
0: Woohoo! All right. Well, if it's the end of the show, you know what time it is. It's time for StarWarsTime.net. That's right. Our home base where you can find all the content that we talk about on the show. We tried to do things a little bit quicker for you today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I don't know. We're still 30 minutes, maybe too long. But I think there was there's a lot of stuff to talk about that we might not have thought was worth talking about But in the end, StarWarsTime.net, if you're new here, this is the best place to go to get connected to the show outside of the live stream. So content lives here, but all of our jump-off links. So if you want to get on the podcast, even if you watch the live stream, you know maybe you want to download the audio-only version on Wednesdays, going to StarWarsTime.net is the best place to do that because we have all of the links for you. What we will ask, though, if you do freshly subscribe to the podcast please leave a rating and review. It's the only way we get uh, any sort of play on Spotify's, the Apple's, the Google's of the world, Uh, the algorithms, the machine learnings, you know, all these things that are creating Luke Skywalker for us. They need to know we're excellent too. And the only way to let them know is if you rate or review, I shit you not, just trust me and, and, Give, give one to the bros here. Give, give, give a few stars. Give a few words. It, it means more than you will ever know. But if you do just like the YouTube stuff, that's okay. We don't hate you that much. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel from StarWarsTime.net. Just scroll down there. Hit the subscribe button. Or if you're on YouTube, just add a slash Star Wars Time show after the com, and it will take you to the promised land. Because, my friends... As you all know, there's always time for Star Wars time. Okay? There's always time. There truly is always time for Star Wars time, even if there's literally nothing Star Wars related going on that people give a shit about. But that's why we're here. We keep you in the know with all the nonsense that you probably didn't need to know. But I think there's a service in there somewhere. So get them. Convince them, trick them, collate them, do what you gotta do, but just remind each and every Star Wars friend or family member you have out there, that if they do listen to the Star Wars Time Show, the Force will be with them. Always.